This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is the Monty Show. Happy Thursday. It's not Friday. That always sucks. How the heck are you? Jake, an adventurous morning to start the show today. Dude, I swear to God, I'll break CenturyLink's router. I will break their router. With a national outage this morning. Always interesting. Kevin Durant says he wants to play for the Utah Jazz. That's a lie. Uh, (laughs) we'll We'll talk Kevin Durant. There's one team that I think Kevin Durant should play for. I'll tell you who that is. By the way, did anybody hear that ESPN? ESPN. The four letter. And the NBA have mutual interest in re-signing. The NBA would like $7.5 billion a year from ESPN. What does that mean to the Pac-12 and the Big 12? We'll talk about all that. Brett Favre, who you're going to hear from today, says he's had a 1,000 concussions. Let me ask you, are you letting your kids play football? Are you feeling the heat of the economy? Do you guys see the eviction numbers? We've got all kinds of good stuff to get to. But as usual, to start the show, we want you to know we're giving away a trip for two to see BYU and Utah. No, that's a lie. We're giving away a trip for two to see BYU and Notre Dame. Don't lie to me. Look, it's the first day I'm on the show. It's, uh, you know. It's fine. Never said this before. We're giving away a trip for two to see BYU and Notre Dame in Las Vegas at the Shamrock Series. Going to play that game at Allegiant Stadium on October 8th. We're giving you two tickets to that game, two nights at the Palms Casino Resort and Hotel, and a $250 gas card to get you there. And all you have to do to win is go to any of the five locations uh, for Barbecue Pit Stop. Um, in Utah, boy, I'm a mess today. Yeah, well, it's been kind um, of a morning. I mean, you know. It really has. Logan, Lehigh, Layton, Salt Lake City, and St. George. And look, again, I tell you every day, the guys at Barbecue Pit Stop, the best in the bedness, no doubt about that. Whether you need a smoker, and if you don't own a smoker, go in there and say, Monty said, Traeger, Ironwood, 885 is the way to go. They'll hook you up. They'll give you all your rubs and spices. Did you know just about every barbecue pit stop has a full-on butcher shop in there. We you, can get, you can get your meats, your rubs, your spices. It's all at Barbecue Pit Stop. BBQPitStop.com or find them in Logan, Lehigh, Layton, Salt Lake City, and St. George. And it's all presented by our good friend, Devry Davis at Academy Mortgage, 801-543-9666. 801-543-9666 to call Devry Davis. You're listening to The Monty Show, my favorite peeps. I'm Devery Davis with the Davis Lending Team, powered by Academy Mortgage. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, you don't know what you're doing, you bought multiple homes, second homes, investment properties, multifamily, we've got you covered. Our office consists of everybody it takes to do your loan, from processing to underwriting to doc departments. We do it all right here. We're not waiting on Tucum Carrier Walla Walla Washington to answer an email. We take care of it here. The housing market's changed. Prices are dropping. It's the greatest time to buy a house. There's no such thing as a dumb question. If you have any questions, you give me a shout. I'll walk you through it. Have a great day. Tell my money guys I said what's up. 
Indeed he do. Devery Davis. Look at that. Devery Davis with technology. Yeah, what's up, dude? What's up, Devery Davis with the technology on the show. Call him today, 801-543-9666. NMLS number 278-545. Devery Davis is an equal housing lender. All right, let's hop into it because we've got to get into this Kevin Durant story. And now, according to... Uh, SNYZ and Bagley, uh, Kevin Durant wants to be a Boston Celtic. Let's talk about that. How much are you willing to give up? The crazy news around Kevin Durant of late has been that Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn and he has asked Joe Sy for a trade unless Joe Sy is willing to fire Steve Nash and his general manager, Sean Marks, which Joe Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, said no to hell with you. We will trade you, Kevin Durant. And now Durant says he's willing to go to Boston or secondarily James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers. Jake, are you willing to give up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to get Kevin Durant? Uh, I think I'd be a little hesitant on that. I, I think that, you know, Kevin Durant, obviously great player, best in the league. Talk about it seemingly every day. Um, you know, it's not in doubt what he's capable of doing, but I just think that you know, in Boston, you've got a proven product. You know, you've been to, you've been to Eastern Conference Final after Eastern Conference Final. You know, you you you've been trending in the right direction. I just think that you know, Boston is set up well. You're in a place where you have you know good players, a good team, good chemistry. You know, Marcus Smart stayed after all the trade rumors last year. So to me. I think trading both Jason and Jalen is a heavy price to pay for Kevin Durant. I could kind of see or even understand Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart having to be in that deal. Totally get it. Totally get it. Understand it. Think that's completely reasonable. But I can't see if I'm Boston giving up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to get Kevin Durant. Um, you know, I just I think that's too much. And and furthermore, what I would say is you're you're giving away two players who are maybe not, you know, I, I, you know, this is an opinion-based thing, but I don't think that Jason Tatum is in the Kevin Durant-LeBron level yet. I think he's one below that. And then Jalen Brown is probably one below Jason Tatum. But the point is, is even with that being the case, these guys are still better than most of the players in the league. So when you're giving up two guys who are better than most of the players in the league to get one guy who might be the best player in the league, I just think that that's, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know that it's worth it because you have two guys in Jason and Jalen who can get their own bucket, who are clearly developing, who are clearly going to be problems in the league for a long time. And I think that's the other side of the conversation no one's talking about. If you give up your your now and your future for Kevin Durant, what are you what do you really what are you putting Kevin in a position to do? Win or bust? Win or hey, this wasn't worth it. Win or we're pissed off that we made this trade. And it didn't work out. And that's the issue, I think, whether we're talking Boston Celtics, whether we're talking 76ers, whether we're talking Utah Jazz. I, this is this was my thing the other day. I don't know that it's worth it for a lot of teams in the league to give up most of what they have to, to trade for Kevin Durant. I just am not sure that that's worth it. Now, I will say, if you are the Utah Jazz, you are uniquely positioned to go and make this thing happen because you have all the draft capital. So I think the situation and the conversation is a little bit different as far as the Jazz and Danny Ainge are concerned. But if I'm if I'm like, you know, if I'm the Lakers, if I'm Boston, if I'm Philly, if I'm, you know, any of these teams that are contending now that don't have just racks of draft picks like the Knicks have or like the Jazz have or any of these other teams have, 
I don't think that trading for Kevin Durant is probably probably worth it at this point. Is he worth it? I think he is. And when I look at the Boston Celtics, no, I'm not doing this deal. Mainly because if you're the Brooklyn Nets, what are you thinking trading Kevin Durant in the Eastern Conference? You shouldn't do that. But again, and I know I talked about this the other day, and I know that everybody lost their mind over it. The Utah Jazz should be all in on this. The Utah Jazz should be calling Kevin Durant. The Utah Jazz should be calling the Brooklyn Nets for one simple reason. Kevin Durant has no other options. He's going to play where the Brooklyn Nets tell him to play. That relationship is fractured. So I have a hard time believing that Joe Sy and the Brooklyn Nets are just all of a sudden going to say, well, Kevin wants to go to Boston. We got to make that deal. Yeah, I don't think that's how this is going to work. You don't go to the owner and tell him to fire his coach and general manager or else. And then he's going to accommodate your specific trade request. Yeah, I don't think so. My opinion is that if you trade Kevin Durant, specifically if you trade him to the Utah Jazz, I think Kevin Durant's going to ball out. I think Kevin Durant has to prove that he is still the guy that we all think he is. And I think Kevin Durant is well aware that his legacy is on the line. If you go to Utah and the Jazz win a championship in the next two years, tell me that we're not talking about him being a ring chaser. Tell me that instead we're not talking about that Kevin Durant singularly won a championship for the Utah Jazz. Because I think that's exactly where this conversation would go. And Jake, I just don't see that the Jazz have very much to lose by trading for Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and that's what I mean. Like, I think you have a ton of draft capital. But but like I was saying, and, and this was kind of our main dispute the other day, like I think that it is, there is some some risk in it. I think that, you know, the, the risk of, of giving up all that capital for one guy to to put yourself in a in a window where you're basically ring chasing for two or three seasons. You know, now that said, I can totally get down with that concept as long as Danny Ainge and that front office are okay with the fact that if you don't win, this was still the right decision. Like as long as that team, the front office team is all on the same page about that, then I'm cool with it. But but what I don't want to hear is I don't want to hear, hey, we traded for Kevin Durant and gave up six picks and and gave up, you know, Malik Beasley and Pat Bev and all these guys to pair KD with Don, and then we couldn't get through the Clippers or we couldn't get through, you know, the 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 Western Conference top dogs. We couldn't get through Memphis, you know, and and we didn't win a championship, so we're upset that we ended up doing that. That's my biggest thing because that's what I feel like happens. That's what I feel like. You know, um, teams do a lot. Oh, they make this splash trade. Oh, the Clippers traded for Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, and they did all these things, and it didn't work out. And now they're saying it's not worth it. So I guess my thing just would be if you're a Jazz fan, if you're that front office, if you're okay with them doing this, even if it doesn't work out, then yeah, full steam ahead. But I don't think in these type of situations where a Kevin Durant-level player is available, I don't think you can do halfway. I don't no. think you can say... Hey, like, no. you know, we want to we want to get Kevin at, at sort of a discount so we can play the now and the future. It's no. more of like, hey, we got to We got to go all the way. You're all in or or yeah. not at all. You know, you're all in. There yeah. is no they, you're exactly right. This ain't Walmart. We're talking about blooming. But I feel friend. like a lot of teams try to do that. They try to say, hey, like we like that. Like, again. All due respect to Leanne Rose. Oh, the there it is. All due respect. All due respect. All due respect. All due respect. Got to stay on brand. Is Steve Peterson I got to stay on brand, bro. Take a drink. Yeah, I got to stay on brand. Take a drink for me. <laughs> With all due respect, that's what the Knicks are trying to do. Hey, we don't want to give up six picks. We only yeah. want to give up four picks. Well, that's not going to work. That's I'm not sorry. how the game is played. And, 
but this is what I say about Donovan Mitchell as well, and I think this is a really interesting comparison. Yeah. Why are you making the Donovan Mitchell trade if you're the New York Knicks? Because you feel like it makes you a championship contender, and if it doesn't, then you shouldn't be giving up four picks for any player. If it does not make you a championship-caliber ball club, what's the point of doing it? And I will also say, this is why I'm all in on KD to the Jazz. He makes you a championship-caliber team. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell on the same team is is top five in the West. I think if you look at what else they would have to do, it's certain that they would give up multiple picks I think they would give up multiple young players, but you still have Pat Bev because you can't tell me Brooklyn's looking for Beverly and Beasley in this deal. That doesn't make a lot of sense. If I am the if I am the Utah Jazz, I am giving Brooklyn every draft pick I have, and I am willing to trade Jared Vanderbilt to get Kevin Durant. And I will go, and obviously that's not all you're going to have to give up, but then I will make that deal, and I will go, and I will find guys that can fill out my roster. I will find a big to play center, but I know damn well I'm going to play five out of the paint most of the season, so I'm not as concerned now about getting an anchor kind of center who can be a defensive guy. Mm -hmm. I am much more willing to bring back a guy like Hassan Whiteside. Hassan. Yeah, I'm much more willing to do that now because Kevin Durant, he's a guy who can play you know, from one through five. Every position, Kevin Durant can play that. Yeah. So you have a lot more flexibility now. It's more palatable to keep Mike Conley on the roster if all he is is step over half court and give it up and then go stand in the corner and make me an occasional three. I'm willing to have Mike Conley on my roster at that point. So now the urgencies, you'd love not to because of the money, but the urgency level to trade everybody and everybody and their deal and that all goes down because now Kevin Durant's here and it's more palatable to have a Boyan Bogdanovich in the corner. It's more palatable to have him be your third or fourth option. Now you have flexibility. That's what this jazz jazz team needs. But again, I will say unequivocally, unequivocally, and I know that you totally agree with me, there is one fit for Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. It's the New York Knicks. And I just, I don't understand why the Knicks are not aggressively pursuing Kevin Durant. And NBA sources told us the other morning when this story broke that over 20 teams had called the Brooklyn Nets on Kevin Durant and that the Knicks had called multiple times. If I'm Leon Rose, this is a deal that I'm willing to do. Because now, if if I have Brunson, and if I have RJ, and if I have Julius Randle... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't just skip over what happened with, with the boys in, in, that little, in that little pro-am action. Did, did you guys see that? I just want to make sure we're all on the same page that, that, that Jalen Brunson, OB Toppin, and Julius Randle lost to some amateurs, right? And they didn't lose by one point on a buzzer beater. Right, nah, you bro. lost one ten to ninety seven. You get you lost by thirteen points, and you got embarrassed doing it. That's a problem, bro. That's well, a problem. I mean, obviously the tape isn't kind, and the highlights we've seen have been cell phone. This is embarrassing. The the come on, the Knicks. Three of their better players lost in a pro am by thirteen. Your points. max player lost by thirteen points. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Having said that, Kevin Durant ain't losing in no pro-am. By the way, by the way, did anybody see our guy Caleb Harrison? Number one, he's got the braids in now. Yep. Yep. I got to say, Caleb, as awesome as your fro was. Yep. Dude, I'm feeling the braids. Yes. Number two. It's a vibe. 
Did you see that Kyle Kuzma did everything he could do to make sure that Caleb Harrison felt welcome at the, the what was it, the Powder Puff Pro-Am or whatever yes. it was called here in Utah the other day? Yep. Where he scored 62 points in honor of Caleb Harrison's new braids? Yeah. Did anybody, I mean, did you, you I mean. That's um, pretty much self-explanatory. You know, Caleb inspired, he inspired Kyle Kuzma, because Caleb was there. They took a picture together. Deuces, yo! Yeah. Like, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. So, Caleb, I just want to say thank you from, you know, the Beehive State, the bottom of our honey heart, man. Yes, I yes, just, yes. I just want to say thank you for inspiring Kuz to such a special performance. Of course, that means the Monty Show is responsible for, because Caleb occasionally, like, once a year listens to the show. Right. So, yeah. you know, I mean. Right. Obviously. Okay, let's stop being awkward. Should the Utah Jazz trade uh, for Kevin Durant? Would you give up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to get him? Let's get your thoughts on this. Kurt Meyer says, good morning. Pray that all went well with your scope yesterday. Okay, so I scheduled the colonoscopy. Okay. I didn't get it. Thumb in the butt day actually went as well as it could go. Um, Kurt and everybody else who's asking, the colonoscopy is likely to be in October. I am waiting for a final date. Okay. Um, but I got all my blood work back yesterday, and it's remarkable. I Last year, my total cholesterol was 177. This year, it's 154. What do you bet? My bad cholesterol last year, I think, was 129. It is now 112. Do you even lift? I mean, it's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. So I, I, all of my cholesterol numbers are really good. My wife, it pisses my wife off. Mrs. Monty hates that I'm healthy. We're getting somewhere. Um, mainly because she wants my life insurance money. But other than that, like my cholesterol numbers are really good. Um, like how about you fat ass? How are your cholesterol? I mean, I mean they're, Jake? yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely fine. I mean, they're on the higher end for some of my age, but they're not high yet. Okay. So you're 13. Right. And you have high cholesterol. Right. Is this the not I'm, yet. I'm I'm 49. Right. And I have perfect cholesterol. Oh, well, that's genes for you, man. Your thoughts. Yeah, that's blood. Well, I don't know what my lines and genes. I, I don't and... know what my Levi's have to do with this, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Prismac from Poland. Poland Prismac. My Kielbasa brother. What's up? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Durant to Utah for Bogdanovich, Conley, Butler, Azubuki, and four picks. That ain't going to quite get the job done. I'm telling you, Azubuki's a bust. The guy, yeah. not a bust. The guy's just not an NBA center. Yeah, he's well, not athletic enough. They're going to find out this year. I well, mean, he's going to get run this year, and he's coming off a of surgery too. Uh, Jermaine Royster says Durant in Utah would be funny. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it definitely would be a different look for the league, no doubt. Well, and those highlighter uniforms are going to be a different look for the league. Yeah. Too. Uh, Pudge NYC says salute, salute. What's up, Pudge? Good to see Sa, you, bro. dude. Prismak from Poland again. Sauerkraut. Yeah. Um, I actually have Polish blood running through these veins that are, are clear on that. You know, not a lot of cholesterol either. Yeah, they're low cholesterol um, genes. Yeah, low cholesterol yeah. Polish sausage and stuff. Uh, says sources tell me LeBron and KD want to build a big three with Don in Utah and win multiple championships. Do you guys like it, Jazz fans? Here Congratulations, we go. but that's bullshit. Yeah, LeBron and Bronny and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dream never going to happen. And yeah. the Knicks, uh, Prismac says, and the Knicks with Lakers are going to total rebuild tanking next season. Yeah. Do you, What do you guys make of what the Lakers are doing? Because the other story out of the NBA yesterday that I thought was so fascinating was that Kyrie Irving and, and the the Lakers are very close to happening. 
um, chatting with my good uh, my good friend in New York country, um, to, and and they're saying that the the Lakers have told the Nets that they may be willing if Joe Harris is involved in that deal that they may be willing to include the, their two future first round picks. If you're the Lakers and you can add Kyrie Irving and Joe Harris, yeah, you and have you can to do sub- that deal. Subtract Russell Westbrook. You have to. And you got to give up two first-round picks. Are you doing yes. that deal? You're yes. doing that deal. Every day. Yes. And the reason I'm Man. doing that deal is because the Lakers are not playing for the future, right? The Lakers are not well, a team that, that looks to the future. The Lakers are a team that is expected to contend for a championship every year. That's just how it is. Like, whether they like it or not, doesn't really matter. That is the culture in the league. And, and what are they lacking right now? They're lacking playmaking and shooting. That's what they're lacking. And and I, I am no... Kyrie apologists never have been, ain't never going to be, but I think that Kyrie Irving can make plays for you. I think that when Kyrie Irving is on the floor and playing well, yeah. there's, there are a few players who are, who are as dominant as him. And I, and I just think that, that, that Kyrie wants to leave. Kyrie wants a team back up with LeBron and frankly, the Lakers could use an insurance policy on Anthony Davis with all due respect. And I know we always go here with Anthony Davis, but it, I, again, I just feel like it is the reality. Anthony Davis is an injury risk. If you do not expect Anthony Davis to get hurt this year, you're a fool. You should expect Anthony Davis to miss 20 to 30 games at least. So with that being the case, if he misses time and you have LeBron and Kyrie and Joe Harris standing in the corner, you're fine. You are fine. You can still work with that. So that's why I say I, I, I just think that that's a deal that I'm doing all day because I'm tired of Westbrook and 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 this whole setup. It's not good enough. You, when you say you're tired of it, what does that mean? I am tired of the Lakers being bad, number one. And I'm not a Laker fan, but frankly, when the no, Lakers are bad, it stretch. is not good for the league. It you're is about not. as anti-LeBron as anti-LeBron <clears throat> Yeah, I, I just think that... that you know, again, I view these guys in two categories. I view basketball player LeBron and dude off the court LeBron. That's how I look at basketball dude players. Dude off yes, the court dude, LeBron. Dude off the court LeBron. Yeah. What's dude off the court LeBron's free throw percentage? Um, no. you know, it's it's ride your bike at the back <laughs> of the line percentage. Anyway, point is, I just I, I I'm tired of of watching Westbrook do what he's done. I'm tired of it. Fix your shot. Or you're not going to be a Laker. Like, that's how I feel like it has to be. You know, that's the expectation you play with in Los Angeles. You know, and again, not to hate on the Oklahoma City Thunder, but Russell Westbrook could do whatever he wanted as a, as a Thunder because he was the best player they had. That doesn't work in Los Angeles. It doesn't work in Washington. It, or it works in Washington. It works in OKC. Yeah. It's not going to work in It's not it going to work Houston. in Houston. It's not going to work the way it worked in Houston. Yeah. You know, so... I think, and I want to be careful with this as well, because I think Russell Westbrook is one of the most difficult players to diagnose. Is that the right ways to say that? Because I think Russell Westbrook is a guy that is going to come back and he is going to have an unbelievable season. I, I think that he's a guy, in my opinion, that has a lot left to give in this league. And I know he's been putrid, frankly, with the LA Lakers, but I think that Russell Westbrook is going to wind up somewhere on a prove-it year. And I know I say that about a lot of guys, but if you look at Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden, you you look at Russell Westbrook, I think these guys are all on prove-it years. Yeah. I think Anthony Davis is playing for his, his career right now. Yeah. I think when you look at what's going on around this league, Jake, I think there's a lot of guys 
that bring a lot of value. I think Donovan Mitchell's on a prove-it year. And I think one of the things that's so fascinating, and I think one of the questions right now is we bandy about the latest Kevin Durant rumors here on the show. One of the things I find so interesting is that I think Donovan Mitchell is, is going to be here. I think every day that this deal doesn't get done, and I, I still maintain the Knicks and the, the Jazz are the only deal that gets done for Donovan Mitchell because I just don't see another team in the league that can offer what the Knicks can offer. I think Donovan Mitchell's coming to training camp with the Jazz. I mean, I, I have heard nothing that would change that opinion in the last, I don't know, probably the last three, four, five days. Yeah. I mean, I would put it at 80-20 that Donovan Mitchell winds up in camp with the Jazz. I really would. Well, not just winds up in camp, but winds up in camp with a point to prove. And I think that that's well, the most important the most important thing happening right now. And, and, and again, I, I just think that, look, in the Lakers setup, you can't you can't have you know a guy Anthony Davis who's hurt combined with a guy in Russell Westbrook who doesn't produce that doesn't like you can absorb on an NBA roster you can absorb one of your superstars being done for the year you can do that yeah. you can work with that that's yes. a possibility you can still be good all right great but when LeBron is his age and not able to really do what he used to be able to do when Anthony Davis gets hurt and Westbrook can't make anything that's a problem bro and and that's why I say. Screw the first round picks. Send them out. Get Kyrie Irving. Get Joe Harris and and go out and screw, do 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 you. Screw Yeah, the, man. For the Lakers. The, yes. That's Jake's Twitter handle on the screen right there. Yes. Screw the first round picks. Yes, dude. I, what are I, they doing? No, I, um, but I'm being serious. What are they doing for you? What are the first round picks doing for you? Well, not much right now, I guess. I mean, you're not and, and to your point, I don't know. I think when you, well, well, first round picks, they grow on trees. Ask Dennis Lindsay about that. I mean, I think the best organizations in the NBA, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, um, Steph Curry, certainly like. But what is the difference? Again, you this have, is the point. You have better organizations. that You had Danny Ainge drafting those guys. You no, have, but, but my you point Bob is, Myers drafting those guys. My point is those teams were willing to be bad. To get those picks. The oh, well, Lakers aren't willing yeah. to be bad. Yeah. That's not how Lakerland works. It never yeah. has been. And that's why I say. Like, that's why I say, honestly, screw the picks, send them out, get more talent, mitigate the Russell Westbrook problem, mitigate Anthony Davis's injury bug. Yep. This hour of the show is brought to you by Barbecue Pit Stop. Make sure you find one of their five locations across the great state of Utah in Lehigh, Layton, Logan, Murray, Salt Lake City, and St. George. BBQPitStop.com. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show when you go in there, make sure you fill out the slip. Uh, you can enter to win a chance to win two tickets to see BYU and Notre Dame. Uh, talking about the latest Kevin Durant rumors. Um, and the latest is that Kevin Durant would like to go to Boston. The Knicks are at, or excuse me, the Nets are asking for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in return, to which I say, hell no. Yeah, can't Not do doing it. that. Not doing that. You want Jalen and Marcus Smart? Let's do it. You want Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Nah, I'm fine, bro. Because you're not winning with Kevin Durant on his own in Boston. You're really not. All right, let's get more of your comments in here this morning. Good Lord, my man. Um, there bro, is a Spanish Elaine Vignol. Yeah. I don't know what language that is, but he left us <laughs> this long foreign language, you know. Okay, cool. Comment. That's not a problem. We are big. Great. We are big in the foreign language. Is it literally language. in another language? It is. Oh, yes, okay. I believe it's in Spanish. Uh, Jerry Fitz says Kyrie wanted it in his contract that he would only have to play 60 regular season games. He is a nut. I don't know. Was that in his I don't know. thing? JP Shanahan says you're Polish. Yeah, I have a little bit of Polish blood in me. 
I am uh, Italian and Irish with a little bit of Polish in me. Yeah. Kielbasa for everybody. Yeah. Uh, he also wants to know how old you are, Jake. Jake is 23. Um, uh, I'm 28. Three. Okay. Uh, same thing. Same. same Two, three, same, eight. You know. You know. Uh, let's see. Exploring with Ben and Sam says the butt is safe for another couple of months. The butt is safe. You know, it's he's talking about me. Again, he's talking about my colonoscopy. It's a, butthole. I, yeah, I appreciate you guys are so interested in my. Yeah. Butthole. Thank you. Uh, my point is, yeah, I won't get a colonoscopy. Probably. It's fascinating that it's hard to get an appointment. Yeah. It's months booked out. Um, so I probably won't wind up getting the Roto-Rooter thing until, you know, uh, like October. Uh, let's see. Jerry Fitz also says Mitchell and Picks could get it done for Durant. Eh. Eh, What's but, the point? Yeah, why would you make that trade? You're in the same boat if you do that. Court McMullen says if we can get KD while keeping any two of J.C., Vanderbilt, and Beasley, I'd be all in. I think that's pretty smart. I, I, The Jordan-Clarkson trade machine <laughs> – has been fairly interesting. I mean, there's been a lot of conversation about it. I, I I still maintain I don't see them trading Jordan Clarkson. I think as long as Don is here, he's here. Um, I think Conley Bogdanovich, I think certainly I've been told that they have deals in place for Patrick Beverly when he comes available um, it, late, it, later in this month. I mean, if they want to make that deal, they can make that deal. I know the Lakers and Heat would love to add Boyan Bogdanovich to their books. Um, depending, I think the Lakers are just on hold waiting for this Kyrie situation to resolve itself. Um, I don't know. I think, I think the Nets are, the Nets have held up a lot of deals. I think Danny Ainge, frankly, has held up a lot of deals. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that all goes. Uh, let's see. Renee Roca. Good morning to you. Just got done with my morning walk. It's already getting hot here in Texas. Oh. What's hot. the weather like in Texas right now? I mean, is it when we say Ooh. hot, is that like 100 or what are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, and you're sweating a lot. Sean Mirsinski says, first time in Tahoe. I know you guys like traveling. Yeah. What's something that's a must do? Go hike one of the resorts. Yeah. Go hike one of the resorts. Go get go get in the water. I'm like, go enjoy. You know what's a must to do? Go take a gondola up to the top of Heavenly. Hmm. And just sit there and look at the lake. Just yeah. meditate while you look at the lake. Highly recommend. It's it's. I feel like it's very undervalued to hike um, ski and snowboarding resorts in the summer. Highly underrated. I And I, I'm a huge believer that if you can find quiet time. Yeah. And Tahoe, I mean, today is Thursday. Tahoe is going to get busier Friday, Saturday. I would really encourage you, get out in the morning, get to the top of the mountain, and just sit there and listen and watch the lake. Just listen to nature. Listen and contemplate your biggest things in life. Like, I'm not even being weird. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm dead serious. I'm a huge believer in meditation. Like, I'm a, I don't get to do it enough, but I'm a huge believer. You know, I try to, when I wake up in the morning, I just sit up in bed for 30 seconds and just take stock. Like, just let it impact you. So go sit at the top of a resort and stare at the lake and listen to the birds, man. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, JP Shanahan says, well, I get a discount at Barbecue Pit Stop if I tell them that Jake and Monty sent me. Yeah, go get it, man. By the way, uh, somebody asked us about Max Muscle. The discount code at Max Muscle in South Jordan is Monty15. Um, you go into Max Muscle, you tell them, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, the Monty Show. Thank you. Uh, the Monty Show. Um, the Monty Show. The Monty Show. <laughs> That's amazing that you have that drop. <laughs> um, 
But if you if you go into Max Muscle in South Jordan, say, hey, heard about you on the Monty Show. Here, my discount code is Monty15. I want it. Monty15. Go in there. There's three products I would highly recommend you use. Emerge in a bag. Get the bag form of Emerge. Um, I, I like cherry. Jake is more of a cherry or a uh, mango peach mango peach guy. Mrs. Monty is also a mango peach girl, um, but it's great. It is a fat burning supplement. It's got a tremendous like mental clarity from Emerge. That's the number one reason I drink it daily. Yeah. Um, two scoops of Emerge every day and 20 ounces of water. I'm telling you, it's it's amazing. Um, so I like Emerge at Max Muscle. I like their Max Pro uh, Whey Protein. Yeah. I'm a big fan of their vanilla and chocolate. Um, and then they have something called Liquid Carn, L-Carnitine. Go get it's it. It's in a black and orange bottle. Yep. The orange flavor is the one that I would recommend. Yep. Um, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's all good. Max Muscle Sports Nutrition in South Jordan, right by Costco off of Bangor Highway. Yeah. Tell them you heard it on the Monty Show. Use promo code MONTY15. Monty15 will get you 15% off your purchase there. Speaking Thank of you. discounts. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, Pudge NYC says Clarkson has a cult following in Utah. He does. Yep. And it, and in the Philippines, frankly. He's a big deal in the Philippines, yeah. bro. Steve Peterson says, my last colonoscopy, I woke up halfway through and said to the doctor, you didn't even buy me dinner. He said, nope, and put me back under and laughed at me in the recovery room. <laughs> That's my guy. You're cold-blooded. That's my guy. Uh, Prismac, Bro, from, Prismac from Poland. Prismac from Poland. Says Kielbasa is tasty. Monty can speak Polish. Nice. Yeah. Kielbasa, yo. Yeah. Uh, Griff181 says Danny is holding up the KD trade. Nets want to see what the Jazz get for Spider. I just don't think there's a, a Donovan Mitchell trade coming. Yeah, it's time for the Nets to blink. We're running I mean, out of time here before camp gets well, started. Well, and I, I think that's a big part of it. And if I'm Boston, I, I would never give up. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown together. But if I'm the Nets, I'm asking for it. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the Nets are not in no position to leverage other teams. Like you're not in a position to to leverage other teams. And if they're in, in if I'm if I'm Joe Sy and, and I'm that front office, like I'm I'm calling around the league or taking calls, I guess, because they are getting inundated with calls. I'm trying to find out who the fool in the league is going to be that's going to give up their best players. To get Kevin Durant. Somebody will. Somebody will. And you got to find that team. Somebody will. That's your job. Find no that doubt team. about it. Jesus Christ destroys uh, Marxism. Good morning. Long time no uh, see you, JC. Uh, no way I believe Danny likes Beverly and definitely will keep him. Uh, we need a dog like Pat. Well. God bless. I think it just has to make sense for you to keep Pat. I mean, I. My feeling is. They trade Patrick Beverly at their first chance. That's my guess. I think Donovan Mitchell and Patrick Beverly would be very dynamic together. Mm -hmm. But I think there's redundancy in Conley and Patrick Beverly, and I think the Jazz are having trouble trading Mike Conley's deal. Yeah. I think they have, I was told unequivocally the other day by a Jazz source, they'd love to and have tried to trade Mike Conley. They just don't have a dance partner for that deal because Mike makes a pretty good chunk of change. Um, and I think his value is 40 games a year. You can't count on him to play more than half the season. So I know that last year, a year ago at this time, Dallas was absolutely in on Mike Conley. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's the case now. Um, I don't know that the Lakers are still hot to trot to get Mike Conley at the number they'd have to pay to get him. 
I think it doesn't work under their salary cap. And I think Jeannie Buss, the owner of the the, uh, the Lakers right now, is not so willing to pay the luxury tax when you suck out loud. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of getting this Westbrook deal done. If you can add Kyrie and Joe Harris um, for Westbrook and two first-round picks, I think you do that. And then I think you reevaluate where you are. I still maintain the Lakers' biggest mistake was not getting John Wall. Because I think John Wall's another guy, not to be redundant, but I think John Wall's another guy on a prove-it deal. And John Wall on the Clippers makes the Clippers awfully feisty. And I think if you're the Lakers, you are risking, you really are risking being irrelevant. Not that you're ever completely irrelevant in Los Angeles, but... The Clippers are getting a new building. The Clippers yeah. are getting a healthy Kawhi Little Leonard. brother isn't so yeah, little I, anymore. Well, but I, I mean, that's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think when you look at the Clippers and the way that they stack up in Los Angeles, the Clippers had no problem being a better team than the Lakers the last three years. They're, they, I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. The well, last three years, that's not... Since, that's, yeah. since the Lakers won that championship in the bubble, the Clippers, frankly, have been a better team. Yeah. And I just think it's better management. I, I look at some of the moves that Rob Palinka's made, and you have to really question what the thought process was. And the fact that they have no assets, they have no cap space, they ha- they they are going to have to give up all of their future first-round picks, essentially. I mean, you're just in a position where you have very few choices. And you are in a spot where now you are married to a guy like Kyrie Irving who you're going to get on a one-year deal and could likely walk away and you're left empty-handed. Now, you would have that cap space, obviously. But, I mean, the Lakers are not in a great position. Yeah. They are not in a great position. Um, Let's see. Prismac from Poland. Yeah. Prismac, busy today. Says, Monty Jake had a good workout at the gym the last few days. They think they're more athletic than KD. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. BB says, do we really want the Knicks? Three of their starters lost to three nobodies. I, you know, I don't know. what. I don't really understand I, that. I, I don't think. What do you mean three nobodies? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should get clarity on that because maybe I just don't see it. Uh, Kurt Meyer says at the top of Squaw Valley Tram, they have a swimming pool and it's an amazing view. Yeah, we've absolutely been there. We The thing that I used to love about Squaw Valley and Tahoe, it's one of the resorts in Lake Tahoe. Uh, the thing I used to love about Squaw and Tahoe is you can snowboard from the very tippy top all the way to the bottom of that resort. Ride the tram all the way back up to the top and do it again. Love Squaw Valley. Yeah. It's a ski resort, frankly. Um, but I love Squaw. I, I'm In Tahoe, I'm a North Star guy. Very plain and simply put. Um, North Star and Heavenly are both Vail resorts, but I'm a huge North Star guy. Yeah, That's my resort. Axe Handle, when it's not moguled, is amazing. I, I, I mean, there's so... If you're in Tahoe right now today, go hiking. Go hiking all the way to the top and go look at the lake. Yeah. And let let your God speak to you because it will happen. Uh, Jerry Fitz says, John Wall hasn't played more than 41 games in a season since Obama was Obama. president. Well, but he also didn't play at all last year. So he's had significant time to heal his ankle and knee injuries. So he's a and guy. And a lot of that last year wasn't injury related, by the way. No, none of it was injury related. The, the He and the Rockets agreed for the betterment of the Rockets' young players, he wasn't going to play. They were going to try and trade him. And while they didn't trade him, that they would enjoy the fact that he was a mentor for them. So that's exactly what you got out of him. And I think he did a really good job by all accounts. Yeah, He was a pro's pro. Yeah, While not playing, he was coaching that young team. And I, I, John Wall's a different player than he was when he was with the Wizards. I mean, there's just no, there's no doubt about it. He's been injury prone, though. J- Jerry, you're exactly no right. No doubt. 
I mean, the guy has had significant and not minor injuries, mind you. I mean, him and Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is a guy that has to play 70 games this year. You need to know that Kevin Durant can be trusted to play. I mean, you've got him for, what, four more years, I guess? I Something mean, like that. Fully under contract for three, four more years. He's got to be able to play 70 games. And you can you can say a lot of things about LeBron James. That cat plays games. Yeah. He plays a lot of games. Yeah. So I, I think that's you know significant. If you're just tuning into the show, we are talking about the latest Kevin Durant rumors as uh, SNYZ and Begley uh, reported yesterday that Kevin Durant wants to go to the Boston Celtics, who, by the way, their head coach is Ime Udoka. Where was he previously? Well, Ime Udoka was an assistant under Steve Nash with the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant. Yeah. So there is a relationship in place there, which makes sense. Yep. But I think I, – I, I not I don't think I know I'm not giving up Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum together. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, one of the other things I want to talk about is this ESPN deal with the NBA, and I wonder your thoughts on this because I actually think there's a, a kind of a deep conversation here. The NBA rights deal is coming up for renewal with ESPN. Currently, and Jake, correct me if I'm wrong. They're yeah. paying 1.3 billion or three billion dollars a year. And it's it's uh, the average annual is like two and a half or so. And and it was agreed upon ten years ago in 2013. It didn't kick in until 2015, 2016. So when you put that over like eight years, yeah, you're like 2.7 ish a year currently. But the NBA now wants 7.5 billion dollars a year from ESPN. Yeah. Now you may think that sounds crazy. But ESPN and ABC are getting huge ratings. They're getting 3 million viewers plus on an ABC game, and they're getting 1.5 million viewers on an ESPN game. Those are big numbers if you are ESPN. But here's an interesting question. How popular do you feel like the NBA is right now? Because I think it's never been more popular. I think through the pandemic, the NBA got stronger, not weaker. Whereas the NFL got weaker, the NBA got much stronger. Thanks. And I think coming out of the pandemic, the NBA product is the best product on the floor or field in professional sports in this country. And I think the NBA has never been more popular. So, Jake, if if I'm ESPN, I'm paying that price. Yeah, and, and this is kind of what we were getting into yesterday on the show when we were talking about the fact that ESPN didn't pay for Big Ten rights, you know, and, and we were kind of talking about the fact that Hey, like they're not, they don't just have gobs of extra money sitting around. They have enough money to do what they want to do as far as paying for the NBA and paying for this and paying for that. But you have to remember that they have it all lined out. They know, hey, you know, the NBA is going to be looking for uh, $7 billion a year, which is a steep raise, you know. Now, I'm not saying it's unjustified, it, it is justified. You have the viewership, you have the numbers. There's no doubt about that, but but that's still a big jump. And I think one of the most fascinating portions of this whole deal is what ESPN wants to pay on. ESPN wants wants the price of this deal to to be hinged on shareholder value, meaning that hey, if and I took it, and again, this is just how I how I read it. There isn't a clear definition of it yet about exactly what they meant, but I took it to mean that that ESPN wants a deal where, hey, okay, so this year your shareholder price is you know five dollars as an example, 
okay, well, we're going to pay a, a, a revenue or a TV deal based on a $5 shareholder price this year. Let's say next year that that shareholder price goes down to $3. Okay, great. Now we're paying on $3 for this year. I think that's what ESPN wants, but I don't think they're ever going to get that. And the reason I don't think they're going to get that is because that's not how uh, TV deals have ever really been done. You know, TV deals have always been done on on numbers, on like, hey, how many views do you have a game? Like, what, like, how many households can we reach? I mean, this is a, this is the same conversation we had in college football, yeah. you know, yeah. with like, you know, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten and all that. So it's it's the same conversation, the same concept. The difference is, is now we're talking pro sports, which is a, a, a lot different in my opinion. Yeah, but I also think one of the things that's really interesting is, isn't this why ESPN walked away from the Big Ten? And it feels like it is. That makes total sense to me. And when yeah. you talk about the comparison between college and pro, it makes total sense to me what mm -hmm. you're saying. I think there is no doubt that this NBA rights deal is far more important to the NBA than having the SEC and the Big Ten. Because the SEC, I think we all know, you know, you wake up every day and you take a leak. Well, you get tons of viewers on, e uh, on ESPN for SEC Here's football. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Right? I mean, ABC and ESPN are going to make a ton on the SEC. They're making a ton on the NBA right now. Mm -hmm. But I also think this is why ESPN walked away from the Big Ten. Yeah. And and this is why – this is why um, – with all due respect, um, take a drink, Steve. At the uh, end of the day. But this is why you have ESPN, I think, not so hot to trot to overpay for the Big Big 12 and to overpay for the Pac-10. I think this is a huge problem, in fact, for the Pac-10. And everybody was like, oh, savior. Nah. Not so much. So you better check yourself. ESPN, if nothing else, are savvy business people. Mm-hmm. And Disney and ABC and ESPN know how to make a buck. And they know that overpaying for rights fees has historically been a massive financial hit for them. I don't think you're going to see them do that. And I think with the, the advent of the ESPN app and ESPN Plus, and I think you are going to be lucky to break mid-30s on a, on a rights deal if you are, if you are the Pac-12. I, I just, without Southern California... And if they add UCLA back or if they get San Diego State, my opinion will change. But right now, if I had to guess, I think you're probably $30 million a year per school in the Pac-10. Well, and I think the other thing at play here is is who's the dominant viewer right now. And this is something I think doesn't get talked about Absolutely. a lot. The dominant viewer is the millennial generation right now. Now, obviously, that's going to shift to Gen Z. Of course, that's going to happen. But right now... It's millennials, and I think you know. One point when we were when we were talking about this last night, getting ready to talk about today on the show, one thing that really struck me is I I don't know, I I don't know ESPN without the NBA. Like, Wait, I, what, what does that mean? Like, I don't I I I don't know the NBA on any other product. Mainly, I mean, obviously TNT, right? But like, you know, mainly the NBA being on ESPN. Like, I don't know Christmas Day. Without ESPN yeah, NBA you, you games, you don't, I don't remember. Like, you like don't I wasn't ever, around. You don't ever remember um, the NBA being on CBS. You don't yeah, ever that remember. Yeah, that was so for me. And my point with that just is that not that that's any knock on like CBS or anything, but my point just is is that I think if I'm ESPN, I would be considering that. I don't know if they are or not, but my opinion here is that I would be considering that. Like, hey, 
our viewer, our main cash cow of a viewer is trained to watch the NBA on ESPN. They're trained that every Wednesday over the winter, we have NBA games on ESPN. They are trained. You know, and and I will say this about, here's my complaint about the Utah Jazz. Here's my complaint about the Pac-12. Yep. Where do I get the NBA on Thursday nights? Pretty simple. It's on TNT. Where do I get it on Christmas Day? ABC and ESPN. Mm -hmm. Where do I get it on Wednesday night? ESPN. Like, I know well, where... Well, NBA TV has the game of the week, too. Uh, yes. Like, I think, is that Tuesday, I think it is? I the, can't remember. The NBA does a very good job of branding themselves. They, You know where their games are and when they are. And you hear it on TNT. Hey, don't forget to tune into ESPN. Hey, Christmas Day quadruple header. Hey, Sunday primetime NBA games. Mm -hmm. You know where the NBA is. You never have to wonder, oh, it's Thursday night? Uh Inside the NBA on TNT. All right, cool. It's to that point where I want to turn it on before the product's even on the floor. I need to see inside the NBA. I need to see Shaq roasting Donovan Mitchell in an interview. And furthermore, yeah, I agree. It's got to be on people's phones. And 100%. it is. And by the way, what's the other thing the NBA does better than anybody else? Social media, Twitter. They have, I mean, if you look at the ESPN app, if you look at the NBA app, and not this is, I will say, not a lot of people have the NBA app, but you'd had it this summer because where did you get most of your NBA summer league? Mm -hmm. On the on the NBA app. Yeah. So you look at the way the NBA does business and you look at how much money Disney and ESPN and ABC are making on the NBA. They're going to pay a premium to keep the NBA on ESPN and ABC. And by the way, the NBA wants it on ESPN and ABC. Yeah. This is a problem for the Big 12 and the Pac-12. I mean, you're getting, I, I, just so we're clear, not to cut you off, but but just so we're clear, NBA on ABC, Channel 4, you're getting 3.5 million views every time they do that. It's insane. Like, that's not a small number. NBA on ESPN, like regular ESPN's getting 1.4 million views a game. Like, that's not a small number, bro. That's not. And and that's why I say we can we can sit here and... Bandy about, oh, like all these people saying, oh, $40 million a year for the Pac-12 is happening. Yeah, 40, 50 million. No, it's 20, it's 30 million. It's 20, 30 million. Congratulations, there, but that's bullshit. I, there is no question in my mind, the, the, the folks at Disney, absolutely, Mickey Mouse values the NBA far more than he values the Pac-12. Yes, far as more. he should. This isn't rocket science. And furthermore, what I would say is what's even more incredible is that like, and I'd have to go and dig and see what the NHL deal is with, with ESPN. But would anyone be surprised if the NHL deal competed to be more valuable than the Pac-12 deal? Would anyone really be surprised by that? Like, if the Pac-12 gets 30, let's say, I wonder what the NHL deal is. Let me look. I, I'll pull I it up. I don't have any doubt. I don't have any doubt that... ESPN and ABC value the SEC far more than they value the NHL. I have no doubt that ESPN and ABC values SEC football probably along the same lines that they value the NBA. That doesn't mean they're going to pay the same price for them. It doesn't mean that ESPN and ABC doesn't value Pac-12 football and Big 12 football. Mm -hmm. But this is a business. 
And in my mind, there is no doubt that ESPN and ABC are not going to overpay for the Pac-12 and the Big 12. I, I still maintain what I said the other day. This is not good news that ESPN walked away from the Big 10. It's not. Everybody got their boner up and was like, oh, wow, this means they're, they're all in on the Pac-12. No, it doesn't. This means they're all in on a, a, the NBA. This means they're all in on making sure that the cash cow keeps giving them the milk. And that's not the Pac-12. It's not. If, if we're being honest, when you do not have, and this is what I keep saying to my, my Pac-12 brethren, you don't have any presence in California south of Berkeley. Mm -hmm. That's a problem, bro. Like when you look at the NBA, the yeah. NBA is far more valuable. The NBA makes them far more money. Oh, but Monty, Pac-12 after dark, it's a million viewers. And the NBA is far more than that. Yeah. The NBA, how many viewers per week does the NBA bring to ESPN? It's got to be- An incredible amount. 10 to 15 million per week? Yeah. E easy. Yeah. And that's, if that's not even considering the NBA today- that's not even considering all of the repurposed content that goes into the ESPN app, all the repurposed content that goes into ESPN.com. Like, do you understand the behemoth mm -hmm. that NBA content is across platforms at ESPN? I mean, it's gigantic. And by the way, the cross promotions with ESPN, ABC, the Disney amusement parks, the Disney brands, Disney Plus, like the cross promotions, do you think it's an accident that LeBron's doing cartoon movies no it's not by the way it all it pisses everybody off but do you think it's an accident that espn abc and disney do business on the pacific rim and the nba is massive there the reach in europe for basketball do you think they push luka Doncic as much as they push <laughs> luka Doncic because he doesn't make them money the 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 global revenue machine that the nba is dwarfs anything that the Pac-12 is. The Pac-12 is dead. I keep telling you that. ESPN is paying $400 million a season for the NHL package. A billion dollars for a seven-year package. <laughs> for seven years? Dude. A like, billion. Like, Not a NHL season. Games, so just for some context Good Lord. here. NHL seasons get about... or I'm sorry. NHL games on ESPN on national broadcast, get about 800,000 views. And ESPN's paying that much. So I just think it's not some saving grace that ESPN didn't do that Big Ten deal. It's not a saving grace for the Pac-12. And I think it, we need to stop saying that. Like, I think I think Man. the Pac-12 is the... So it's, 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 it's NFL, NBA, in terms of relevance, I would say, because I'm pretty sure the NBA deal is will now be more valuable than the current NFL deal. But okay, NBA, NFL, whichever order, right? Then you've got, you know, Major League Baseball, NHL, and then I think you have the Pac ten. Seriously, like that's that's where you're at right now. I look at the hierarchy of college football. Yeah. I mean it's the SEC and the Big Ten and everybody else. Correct. Right? Correct. So you have the SEC. You don't need the Big Ten, in my opinion. To thrive as a network and to thrive as a, a global sports brand, I don't actually think you need the Big Ten deal. No. I mean, that's just my opinion. Not when you have the SEC, you don't. But let CBS and, and NBC duke that out. Because remember, CBS, it, I mean, they, that's a golf and NFL network. That's what that is. And they need 
the Big Ten inventory. NBC is desperate for, for the Big Ten. Desperate. They want more college football. That's why I say it, it makes total sense for NBC to partner with Notre Dame in the Big 12 and build a football package. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. And it makes not perfect sense for anybody to go all in on the Pac-12. You know the other fascinating I mean, thing about this whole situation? Because when we talked about this the other day, you talked about first tier, second tier, and third tier rights, which is something that doesn't get talked about a lot. You've got layers to the rights game. The funny thing about the NHL deal, which I think is just fascinating, mm -hmm. is that ESPN is not in agreement with, with the NHL to televise all their games. ESPN is only televising like 25 games a year. That's it. And they paid that price for those games. NBC Sports Network televises all the other games. But what? Well, and, but and TNT's got games. TNT's got games. But my point is, is what ESPN is doing, and this is what I want people to understand, ESPN is prioritizing getting the 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 marquee content on their networks meaning hey we want the we want one night a week to be hockey night on ESPN and those matchups are going to be big time matchups and what we're going to do is yeah we're going to put that on ESPN but what more importantly what we're going to do is we're going to reach all these other fans via the ESPN app that NBC has no opportunity to do cuz yeah. NBC doesn't have a, a a viable option of an app yet yeah all right let's get your comments in here kurt meyer says we're in a recession and when money tightens up people cut the fluff and cable subscriptions are the first on the chopping block see I actually think this is why you have to do dish. In my opinion, like here in Salt Lake City, we all know that you have no idea where to get the Jazz games. Mm -hmm. I go to the I go to the NBA League Pass. Yeah, but how many people? And, and seriously, how many people are willing to pay extra for the League Pass? That's an interesting question. I think I think, I think a, a lot. I question. think in this market, a lot of people are willing. Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I would tell you a lot of people are willing because you don't know where to get Jazz games. Yeah, and whether I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know how many people pirate Utah Jazz basketball on TV. It's a, I would guess it's a certain percentage, mm -hmm. probably not a big percentage. But I it's ridiculous it's, it's at that level, though. But this is why I say all those years when I called my guys at the Dish Pros, I don't know why you wouldn't call the Dish Pros today and be like, hey, I want to get Dish or I want to get DirecTV. I'd, be, I'd probably be in on Dish, but that's just me. I'm a DirecTV customer through and through. But... DirecTV is losing the NFL Sunday ticket. If that's of consequence to you, there you go. I know this isn't a huge NFL market, but I would tell you that League Pass, NBA League Pass is worth every penny you pay for it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just think it is. So, Kurt, I actually think there's a lot of people who will stream the NBA League Pass. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Steve Peterson says, dude, Disney's revenue is way up yesterday in quarterly calls, plus they're raising their rates on their streaming services. They are as they should be. I'm not they saying should, that everybody is should struggling. be premium price tiering their streaming services right now. Because if you look at the way that Disney Plus has exploded, I'm telling you, it, there's no reason. There is no reason that you are not subscribed. Like, and I know a lot of people don't like ESPN for whatever reason. Why are you not an ESPN Plus subscriber? I, I don't understand this. I, I honestly and truly, if you are any kind of sports fan, and you do not subscribe to ESPN Plus, you're missing so much content. That's the level that ESPN has gone to. They have made it so that the ESPN app and ESPN Plus are a must-have on your phone. Mm -hmm. ESPN was so late to the streaming game. 
And now they own the streaming game in sports. Who does it better? Nobody does it better. Nobody. And I'm telling you, if you're not subscribing to ESPN Plus, you're missing out. Yeah. BB says NBA TV deal, uh, like we're in the news on that. I guess even TV does not want to see the Jazz um, in Thoughts, New Jerseys. In those New Jerseys? Yeah, BB. I, like, listen. Well, that's the issue. And I, I'm not trying to make this a Jazz thing, but I'm just asking Ryan Smith. Why haven't we got a new TV deal? Why haven't we gotten new rights deals? Why haven't we seen that you're making inside the Utah Jazz? Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. I, I truly do not understand it. I was talking to a guy at the Jazz on, what is today, Thursday, Tuesday. And he was saying they do not full-time 365 and employ a team videographer. How? They do not have a full media production department on staff full-time. How? Dude, how? I don't know. And frankly, they have always contracted that out, and it's shocking to me. They have guys at every event, but those guys are not full-time employees. And I, I will again, in this, I know yesterday I got railed on DM. Uh, my guy Calvin, who is a, a master's candidate and who is going through it at the University of Utah, he is a legacy student at Utah, and Calvin, I love you, dude, and I love our conversations. Calvin and I have had – Calvin was that guy who who used to curse me out on DM mm -hmm. about Rudy Gobert. And we, we when we were breaking the news that Rudy Gobert was going to be traded, Calvin was pissed. As I – I don't blame him. And he called me – he used to call me. He used to DM me on Twitter and be like, you're a liar. Why are you lying? You're making it up. Don't have any sources. The Rudy Gobert trade happened, and he DM'd me a long apology. I mean, long. Right. And ever since then, him and I have communicated pretty regularly. He got into me again yesterday about the Utes. And he's like, "I four generations, and my brothers, and my dad, and me, and I'm just going on and on about how I have, you know, disrespected the Utes and that about may be, what? That may be true, but here are the facts. BYU kicks your ass in anything content creation. BYU, and tell me I'm wrong. If your likes to fight you guy, if your likes to fight jazz guy, tell me I'm wrong. Nobody in this, in this town, in the state of Utah, mm -hmm. creates content the way that BYU does. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that somebody does it better than BYU TV does it. BYU Sports Nation does it. BYU on, on Sirius XM does it. BYU Radio. BYU Radio. On Sunday and every other day of the week, BYU Radio does it better than anybody else here. BYU TV does it better than anybody else here. You ever have to wonder where to get BYU games? Nope. Do you ever have to wonder where to get BYU training camp news, fall camp news? Do you ever have where to wonder? Get, where do you watch the Utes on a regular basis? I don't know. Are all their games on TV locally? No, they're not. So I'm just sitting here saying, and my, my point in all of this is, how? If you're the Utah Jazz, how does BYU do it better than it's you? It's incredible. How? I don't get it. We're in the locker room with BYU. We're in training camp with BYU. We're in game day prep We're with BYU. We're in the weight room, bro. We're on the road with the equipment people at BYU. 
Bro. Because you're an NBA team and you don't do any of this. And that's why I say, like, I, I don't think that Ryan's done a bad job, but I'm okay saying I don't think he's done a great job yet. You know, like, I don't think that... I don't think that it's been an unequivocal win yet, you know, and 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 I don't think he's got to do much to be to be to to get some wins under his belt. As far like I think the Rudy Gobert trade was a win. I I I wish I could say the Jersey thing was a win, but it clearly was not. You know, I wish I could say that this offseason's been a win, but I'm I I think outside of that trade, it's really not much right now. You know, like that's the tough part. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. You guys are funny. You guys are funny. Um, let's get. Some- <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody Strickland says the Monty show does it better. M-O-N-T-Y, the Monty show. Yes, it does. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Eric and Raleigh wants to know a very simple question. Why does Ryan Smith hate the Utah jazz? Your thoughts? He says, well, (laughs) Eric and Raleigh says that tax exemption goes really far. It's incredible. Uh, Let's see. Two-Faced Big Dread says, KD got that dog in him. The courage, the cowardly dog, Brandon Kingram. Okay. I don't disagree with you. I think I'm hesitating to say it out loud. Is Kevin Durant scared? Of what? Losing. Is Kevin Durant scared? Like, if you think about this, the great Matt Nahagian, the program director at 95.7 The Game in San Francisco tweeted something the other day. Kevin Durant has two rings. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he have four? Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant has lost a hell of a lot more than he's won lately. Yeah, but how's that worked out for LeBron? But no, but I'm not talking about LeBron. Right. I'm talking about Kevin Durant. Is Kevin Durant scared that his legacy is gone and he can't get it back? Because that's the only thing that explains what the hell he's doing in Brooklyn. Because I truly, sitting here today, I still cannot fully understand why Kevin Durant is doing what he's doing. How do you go to the owner of that team? If you are not scared, about, if you are not worried about your legacy, hear mm-hmm. me out on this for a minute. Mm-hmm. If you are not worried about your legacy, how do you go to the owner and say, fire the GM and the coach or I'm out? How do you do that? If you are not scared about your legacy, how is Ian Bagley at SNY reporting that he's willing to go back and play with James Harden in Philly? How how does this add up if you're Kevin Durant? It adds up if you're scared, if you are concerned, if you are worried that you have lost control of your legacy and you will likely never get that back. Because that's the only thing that makes two plus two equal four to me. So we're... so. Let me get this right. So we're saying that he wants to go back and play with James because he feels like he messed up his legacy when James was a net. No, I think I think that Kevin Durant thought it would be easy. Uh-huh. I think Kevin Durant thought, hey, I'm going to go to Brooklyn. Kyrie's going to come with me. Right. We're kicking everybody's ass. We're right. going through the East to get to the finals. <laughs> and then Kyrie, Kyrie couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole thing with the shot in the arm that we can't talk about because of YouTube. Mm-hmm. The torn Achilles rehab, the knee injury, the foot injury, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, been the this and that, the positive, the this. Mm-hmm. James Harden's fat. Like all this stuff. Right. And now all of a sudden, here you are, what, four years later? Three years later since he won a championship? Yeah, in, in uh, Golden State. And all of a sudden, you are not 
anywhere near, not anywhere near even the playoffs at this moment. You are nowhere near where Steph, Dre, and Clay are. Are you worried that you should have stayed in Golden State and that you'll never get back? Because I think that's where Kevin Durant's at. And you know what, Two-Face Big Dreads? I actually don't disagree with you. I think Kevin Durant is playing scared. I think he's scared. I don't... Th- and look yeah. at top look at top junkie. Repeat question. What if Joe Sy receives a trade package for KD similar to the package Ainge is asking for Donovan Mitchell? This would be greatly this would greatly reduce DM's market value. Sy just screwed Ainge and the Jazz. I don't disagree with that. If Kevin Durant, and this is why I say Knicks fans, the Knicks are the perfect fit. If you put if you don't get Donovan Mitchell and you trade for Kevin Durant, for the same price. You're in a much better place. Let's say that you get four picks. You get Quentin Grimes. You get Emmanuel quickly. And you take a Cam Reddish. And you wind up with, with Kevin Durant, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. Mitchell Robinson. Evan Fournier. Now you've, you're seven deep right there. Right? You're seven deep. Julius Randle. He's probably an improvement window in his career. You want to talk about playing for probably. your life. Dude, it's definitely. Playing for your life. Right? And by the way, the Knicks aren't even done at that point. They still have flexibility to go and make a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I'm ready to say that Kevin is playing scared. I do think that Kevin Durant is very much a mental player who has, has very thin skin on Twitter and is, yes, worried about his legacy? Sure, absolutely. Scared? I'm not ready to use that and, word. And I will say this. Few people, I think, in the media follow Kevin Durant the way you do. Yeah. Like, you, dude, like yeah. my little homie over here is a Kevin Durant dude. Yeah. So I will, I, I, I will defer to you. Yeah. I think Kevin Durant's terrified about his legacy. Yeah, I, I mean, do. I, I think that he's worried. I think that uh, Kevin Durant... So when you get to Kevin Durant's level, you never operate in a space mentally where you're scared, per se, or fearful. To- I totally I, agree. I think that what Kevin Durant... The way I would verbalize it is Kevin Durant is concerned. Kevin Durant knows that the next place that he goes, the next, the next stop on the Kevin Durant train, has to be a winner. And ideally... You would be a winner in a space where where you're not considered to be ring chasing. So if you go to Philly, are you ring chasing? If you go to Boston, are you ring chasing? I don't know. That's a public perception thing. But what I can tell you is if you go back to Golden State, you're definitely ring chasing. But I don't think that's going to happen. And so that's why I say, you know, it makes me wonder how much regret is there that he couldn't get the Phoenix deal done? How much regret is there that you you didn't get any of these other deals done. And furthermore, how much regret is there that you look like a fool now for teaming up with Kyrie Irving? Because in my opinion, you look like a fool. I agree. And I think he's scared. I think he's scared. That's the I, I don't know. I mean, what's the worst thing people know. are gonna say? If Kevin Durant never wins another championship, that that he, he ring chased that and... he that he should have stayed in Golden State and that the that he wasn't the reason they won, they were the reason he won. And I think that's the I think worst the very, scenario. But I think that's a very fair point. Because now, and this is what everyone was talking about now that they've won another one without him. You know, hey, they won with with you. They, they won before got healthy. you, before you, with you, after you. They got healthy. They got Andrew Wiggins, and they won without you. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins replaced you on that team, and they won without you. In my mind, that is heartbreaking for Kevin Durant. And I think, by the way, again, 
I defer to you on most things, Kevin Durant. I think he's all up in his feelings. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think he's yeah, all up sure. in. Yeah. And I, I, I will maintain Kevin Durant's the best basketball player in the world right notice now. Notice what you haven't seen this summer. Anyone notice you haven't seen a lot of Kevin Durant tape this summer of him, of him playing? You really haven't. And the thing that you have seen is his heartbroken. Like when he was in Europe, one of the funny things, Mike James, who's a legend on this show, mm -hmm. Mike James said something that was awfully interesting. Mike James and Kevin Durant, for those of you who don't know, Mike James and Kevin Durant are very close friends. So they had a deal under the radar just between the two of them. Whoever loses has to go to the other person's playoff run. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, yeah, man, I, Kevin Durant was like, I got your tickets, you know, like. We, we'll get you floor we'll, seats We'll be here, yeah, don't even worry about it. Yeah, we'll be there. And then when they traded James Harden, I believe, Kevin Durant and Mike James had a different conversation. Mm -hmm. Mike James was like, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of you. I got your tickets, come on over. Well, the issue was. Which is crazy. Here's the issue, It's though. crazy. But this is what speaks to what you're saying about Kevin Durant. Initially, you can go and find the Mike James video. It's kind of a fascinating watch. It's like 90 seconds. But the fascinating thing is initially when all this stuff with the nuts went down, Kevin Durant said he wasn't going to go to Mike James's game. Yes, he, he said, did. He said, I'm not going. And then he regressed and he said, okay, I'll be there. And that's why Kevin went. So I think your point about him being in his feelings and being upset. No, that's not being, what I said. I said, pissed, I said he was all up in his feels. He, excuse me. He was all up in his feels. <laughs> um, I think it's spot on. I think it's spot on. I think that Kevin is, uh... Kevin's always been that guy who gets real, He's he's soft mentally. I think that it's just the best way to say it. Ooh, Mrs. Monty with the heat on the Jays today. Mm -hmm. She's got the matching Jordans and dress. You guys will see it later. It's fine. Um, all right. Talking Kevin Durant. I, I see a lot of you commenting on this, and I really want to make sure we get you guys in here. Again, we really appreciate you being here every morning. You guys support this show incredibly well. Um, whether we're talking about paint drying, Jake's dating life, and breaking buttholes, up, Jake breaking up with the hose on text, my butho, you know, right. the Monty um, show. Yeah, you know the Monty show. Justin Salas says, "I'm not willing to pay extra for it. I definitely pirate it." Ooh, League Pass. There you go. Uh, Cody Strickland says, "I would pay League Pass if there wasn't blackout restrictions." In Utah, there are no blackout restrictions. There are not. So, you know. Um, let's see. Big Dog O-Town says, I left Dish because they stopped broadcasting jazz games a few months back, and they uh, they are back on now? Let no. Me find. No, they're not. No, they're not. See, no, they're not. This is the problem. No, they're this not. This is the problem, Big uh, Big Dog. Like, the, the issue is, is that, and, and it's frustrating. Like, I shouldn't have to, like, consumers shouldn't have to pay, I think it's like 60 bucks extra a year or whatever it is, a season, to get League Pass. You should not have to do that to watch Utah Jazz games in Salt Lake That's City. Right. You just shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Good morning, Cam Harrison. He says, shout out to Mo Bamba. What's up, Cam? Good shout to out to see Mo Bamba. You. Uh, Justin Salas says the Utah Grizzlies are doing it better than the Utah Jazz. Yeah, well, it's amazing how that works, isn't it? No comment. Uh, Neville93 says, Monty Radio Station does it better. Appreciate you. CK says, you are not wrong. U of U does a horrible job on just about every PR and forward innovation, innovative thinking. I am a Ute fan, but BYU outdoes Utah on every level in promotion and fan engagement. What I want, dude, what I want, and, and I want to be really clear, I, I am not an advocate for saying that any program or any sports team should make money on, on the struggle of life that was the Utah program last year. 
But my mm. point is, is that if we had someone last year that was with the team, with a camera that could bring Embedded, us inside those moments, living minute to minute with the team, do you know how connected the program at Utah would be with this community if we had that kind of access. And that's what I think the point is. It has nothing to do, yes, you'd make money on it, but the money isn't really the point in, when you're doing stuff like inside the Utes or whatever. Like, the point is the connection. But let me ask you this about, like, because I think Utah is a very good example of this. And I think Tom Homo is a very good example of this in the opposite way. Yeah. Is Utah too old? You have a like you the have state a 60, or like the, No, the University of Utah oh, okay, football yeah, program yeah, in yeah. specific. Yeah. You have a 60-plus-year-old head coach. Mm-hmm. You have a program that's never really embraced publicity. Mm -hmm. You have a head coach who routinely shuts out the media. But is a legend. Who's a really good coach, but doesn't want anything to do with the media. I think one of the things that Kyle Whittingham struggles with is how much is too much. Mm -hmm. How much access is too much access. Oh, they know that one of my players farted while they were running sprints. Okay, that's it. Shut down. Media practice is closed forever. Like, that's where we are. Because you don't get any access. You see almost nothing. Yeah. But then you, you go down, you know, you go down the 15. TDS! Team down south. Little brother. And you got a program that's got a younger, hipper coaching staff. Well, I think it has a younger, hipper culture. That's the word I would use. Their culture... It's way younger. It's way more in the, energetic. Well, it's way hipper. In the, in the athletic department. Provo is a different neck of the woods. Yeah. I think we all recognize that. Yeah. That athletic department is forward-thinking and innovative. Tom Homo is forward-thinking and innovative. And I think it's a huge problem for Utah. I really do. I think it's a huge problem. And, and I want to be really clear, too, because I know we get, a, we get a lot of people say, oh, well, you guys just hate Utah. You guys are haters, whatever. And I want to be clear. I'm not I'm not having this conversation from the standpoint of hating on the on the Utes. Like what I'm saying is, hey, I want more. Like I want that access. I want them to be more involved. Like we need that. Uh TJ McVay says Ryan Smith is doing things to make the Jazz better. D Wade bringing in Danny and trading Rudy are things that Jazz never did in the past. There's no doubt. That is true. There's no doubt that Danny Ainge was the best thing that Ryan Smith has ever done. Thanks. Ryan Smith said, hey. I don't know basketball. Let me get a guy who knows basketball. And I appreciate that. But that's it? I mean, because Danny Ainge is going to handle all that. But are you telling me that you don't have content creation? Because the guy, I can tell you people in that organization want it. They want that money spent. My question is, where's your TV deal? Why are games not on KSL radio full-time, 100%? Because mm -hmm. with not respect at all, the zone signal sucks out loud, AM and FM. Yep. Put the games on KSL radio. And get me a TV deal, man. Give me a Utah Jazz channel where every game is broadcast on Dish, DirecTV, and, and your local cable company. And that, to me, is what makes sense based on who Ryan Smith is. Like, this is no Jamoke. Like, Ryan Smith no. is a billionaire, tech guy, Qualtrics. Like, you did big things. Uh, Jason Dent says, do you think the Jazz could be better than expected this year because of the new coach and playing style? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. this nonsense about them being a 26-win team is absolute disrespect. I mean, I, I just can't see a world where you're a 26-win team. Now... You're not going to be a 45-win team, but I think you're going to push for 40 for sure. Right now, if you did nothing else right now, I think you're in the mid-30s for sure. Donovan Mitchell on his own is going to win you 10 games. 
Yeah. Get him some help. You're going to win 30 games. I mean, plain and simple. Evergreen G says, y'all should be talking super bad about the Nets organization, but every media bashes the Knicks still. So happy the the guys are doing this in the New Jersey Nets, doing this to the New Jersey. Well, I think, I, I don't think, man, and we, we do this with Utah and BYU here routinely. I mean, in this market anyways, like, listen, the Knicks have had a run of horrendous proportions. Yeah. But Jimmy Dolan did the same thing that Ryan Smith did. He said, I don't know how to basketball. Let me go and get Leon Rose. And Leon Rose has done a pretty darn good job since he took over, right? And I think it's interesting that that this narrative and this conversation is alive and well. I think Joe Sy made a huge mistake. He said, here you go, players. Here are the keys to my car. Go ahead and drive. And they drove it into the freaking ocean, bro. Like, it, it, I mean, yeah. absolutely, you're right. The, the, Nets, the Nets wrecked it. Top Junkie says, when are you guys coming to WFAN? FAN, the fan, uh, here in New York. Your show is great, and you need to be on much a much larger platform. Well, here's well, the problem, bud. No, go ahead, please. I, Wait, let me single you up. Please, yeah, go ahead. I mean, YouTube is a bigger platform than radio. It is. I, we have hundreds of thousands of viewers globally, like legit. Like, you want numbers? We've got... Uh, anywhere between 110 and 115,000 people a month in the state of Utah who watch this show, right? We've got, and that's in the summer and that's in the summer. We're not even in football season yet. We've got, you know, probably I, I have to check the numbers, but we're like 350 globally. So we have, we have a market. We have, I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you again, there's not a radio station yeah. in the country yeah. that would not love to have hundreds of thousands of listeners a the, month because the problem is again this is what you always say not to steal your thunder but it's a cell phone like everybody has a cell phone not everybody's in the car so that's the issue and i think here locally you can even if you have a cell phone i, I it doesn't even matter because i you it's so hard to listen to the zone it's almost impossible to listen to espn 700 on your phone mm-hmm I mean, you got to go to like different. You apps. have to go hunting. Yeah, and it's crazy. Hey, guess what? We are on in New York, right here on right YouTube. Now. Give us a like yeah. and subscribe and tell your friends. All right, there you go, Mrs. Monty, coming <laughs> in with the mechanics of it, and it's true. Like, I, and this is what I don't understand. And we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of content news for you here in in the next couple of weeks on this show. But I don't understand why why the state of Utah does it. I'm not, we should probably stop saying it. Like we should stop encouraging people to do what we're doing because it's remarkable how far behind the curve this town is in the media. Yeah, I mean, like I know where to get FAN. I know where to get. But who are you though? This is. But this is a. I'm a, a diehard really sports radio listener. Diehard. So I know where to get it. Uh, on the on the regular, and this is the problem with most of the media in Salt Lake City. I don't know where to find your content. Like the the Tribune puts everything behind a paywall. The like the Deseret News, those are nice feature but writers. But I think the paywall have. thing like, is really interesting. Not even not even just like not not to talk about the Tribune, but like just generally speaking, the paywall concept is really interesting to me because, in my opinion, it's the lazy way out. You don't you're doing a paywall because you don't want to spend the time and resources to create content that people will come and watch, so you can make your money off the re the views. Yeah. That's what I think is really interesting, man. Yep. Uh, Pudge MYC says, we're getting Mitchell and KD. You watch. 
I would love nothing more than that, man. Kurt Meyer says the one thing that haunts Carl Malone the most is that he never got the ring in Utah or L.A. That's true. Facts. Eric and Raleigh totally agree, Top Junkie. We need the Monty Network. Well. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Uh, Parrish Duggar gives us a $5 tip. Thank you, Parrish. Appreciate Appreciate that, Parrish. Awful of you guys. Knicks guys were winning until Randall had an injury scare late third quarter blocking a shot. The guys played for free in the Bronx gym. I... Julius Randle's not a bad player. Nobody here is slandering Julius Randle. He's not been a good fit with the Knicks. And I think a lot of that now is is Tibbs. I just think he's a tough guy to play for. And the dichotomy and the difference and the absolute, you know, like 180 degree turn away from Julius Randle is the exact same thing, just opposite of Derrick Rose. Mm -hmm. Derrick Rose is a Tibbs guy. He's always going to be. Right, But I I think you look at the way that Julius Randle has gone about his business. I mean, I just, I think Julius Randle's always going to be a B player. Mm -hmm. And Julius Randle, frankly, was was brought there to be an A player, and he's not an A player. And I I, I just think those are the, that's the hard part of it. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I don't know. It it is, it's an interesting conversation, Parrish, and I, I appreciate you being here. By the way, if you're here right now, please give us a thumbs up and a like. It really helps the channel grow. Um, let's see. Evergreen G says, uh, right, Big Oso things. These guys bugging. Big Oso says, wait, Big Oso says, uh, as a Nick fan, I don't want KD on the Knicks. Well, what do you I'd want? I need to then? understand that. Yeah. What do you I want? I need to then, understand bro? that. What do you want? I don't know what you want. I, I don't know what you want. I, I really don't. Um, Ever Evergreen G says absolutely not. Salaries don't match with that package. Well, you're always going to make salaries match. You're going to put A plus B equals veteran player who makes the salaries work. You're going to come up with a, a refinement, but there is a core package that makes a Kevin Durant to the Knicks trade plausible. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about that. There is, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Top Junkie says, Eric, I listen, I'm listening to the Monty show instead of Boomer and Geo. That says volumes about these guys. Oh, I appreciate, I, I am appreciate flattered that. by that. Thank you, I really am. Uh, Rhett Smith says Kevin is great, but he hasn't won without Clay, Steph, and Dre. Bron went back after his time with Wade and Bosch and won. I think he has an improvement year. Well, Kobe and Shaq are the exact same thing. Kobe and Shaq both won without each other afterward. They needed to. They had to. Well, and Steph did this proving thing. I mean, let's not forget conversations during the season. Everyone was saying, I mean, even you were saying that, hey, like, I don't know that Steph can get it done, like, on his own, if you will, or, like, without that huge superstar next to him. And I think that that, that what was it, game five in Boston, I think it was? Game four in Boston, where Steph has this huge game yeah, and where he carries them. Yeah. Like, I mean, that I feel like that kind of cemented Steph as an all time great, you know, even yeah. after breaking the all time three point record. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Two Face Big Dread says KD blamed Westbrook for shooting bad. It wasn't just Westbrook. Go check the stats. He's bad also. I think 30%. Well, that whole situation. How is OKC still ringless when they had Westbrook, KD, and Harden? Different time. Man. Different time. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Uh, Doogie says, why? Why is KD the greatest basketball player in the world? He's a versatile scorer. That's literally it. No. 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 Kevin Durant has the mentality that you're desperate for. Kevin Durant wants to rip your jugular out of your neck to make sure he wins. Kevin Durant can score at every level. Kevin Durant, when he is plugged in and engaged, is a better-than-average defender. Yeah. And Kevin Durant just has it. That thing you can't describe, 
You can't put your finger on it or describe it. You can't, you can't, it's not tangible, but you can feel it. Yeah. He's it. Yeah. I mean, the guy isn't savage. I, I, and Doogie, I disagree. He says Kevin Durant's so overrated. I disagree. James Knight says, I get the feeling the bromance between Jake and KD is over. Not at all. No, I mean, I, I, I have no problem criticizing Kevin Durant, but he's also my favorite player. I love watching the guy. Again, everyone, I feel like a lot of people like to make it personal with these guys. I'm not making it personal with Kevin Durant. I'm, I'm having a conversation based on behaviors I see in basketball on the floor. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, and so, I, I think that's really what this, that's the equivalent of what this is about, and that the Timberwolves don't play in the East. Parker yeah, Smith said, you know. this is my first time watching live. My favorite take is the Timberwolves in the East. Love you guys. <laughs> I mean, I am an industry expert on the Timberwolves. One five-second slip of the tongue that you are never going Three to get Three weeks over. ago. They, no, yes, yes, longer yes. than that now. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says there are no blackouts for the Jazz on League Pass because they don't have local TV deal. Yeah, yeah you can't have blackout if you don't have a local when TV you're on, deal. When you're on AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain, Texas, and you're not going to be blacked out in Salt Lake City. Cody Strickland, so can I watch the Jazz on League Pass with Dish or Cable? If you get DirecTV... I, I have DirecTV. I watch the Jazz games. I usually watch the Jazz game, but I usually watch the competitor. Yeah. So, like, if it's the Nets, I watch the Nets broadcast. Yeah. But you can absolutely watch, you know, Bowler, Big T, and... No, no, no. Don't. Don't. TJ McVeigh says agreed about the TV streaming issue. Um, Connor uh, Tulin says, y'all just don't want us getting done. No, I don't want the Knicks to get done. No, no, I don't. I want Donovan Mitchell to stay here because he's a joy to watch play basketball. That's a, You're exactly right about that. Caleb says, Kyrie drove that thing off the edge of the earth. Yeah, he did. Because remember, the earth well, is yeah, flat. Well, yeah, because the earth is flat, right. Flat, yeah, yeah. yeah. flat earthers and, and off mean, the edge and stuff. You know. Right. Um, let's see. Kurt Valenti says, now you're saying 30 games. Last week, the Jazz could be a three seed. Please stop. Utah Jazz tank mode. No. No, they're not. Nobody dude. said that they were in tank mode, and nobody said they could be a three seed. Where they're at right now... Where they're at right now today, no other trades. They're going to struggle to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be a 40-win team it, it, because the roster is not complete. So my my thinking on this is you're going to keep Donovan Mitchell at least through the All-Star game. I think Donovan's going to come out and score 30 points a game. I think defensively they're going to be a sieve. They're going to score 115 points a night. This team, that the way it's built now, they're going to score a ton of points. They can't stop anybody. Yeah, they're going to score a ton of points. They're yeah. going to lose. My bet. My guess is they'll lose one thirty-five to one twenty on a regular basis. Like, I think you're going to see the Jazz in shootouts, and I think the building will be relatively full cool because say, it's going to be enjoyable. Yeah, I was going to say that's really good for the organization from a financial standpoint. David Fulmer says, "Good morning, guys. How do you watch Jazz games on League Pass? Every time I try, it's blacked out because of local restrictions. It's not. I don't know. I I can only tell you my TV setup is I have Direct TV." And like, you know, what's blacked out here. I can't watch the Rockies. It's yeah. weird. I can't watch the Rockies on, on MLB home plate or whatever. Extra innings, extra innings. I can't watch the Arizona diamondbacks on, on, on extra innings. If the, if the Chicago Cubs are playing the diamondbacks, I have to listen to the dreadful Arizona diamondbacks broadcast. Yeah. Like, cause I've watched the Cubs, the Padres and the Yankees. Those are my teams. Cubs are terrible. They're my number one. But like right now, you look at, like I was trying to watch the Cardinal game last night and the Cardinal TV broadcast is superior to the Rockies. Couldn't do it. 
had to watch the Rocky broadcast. Yeah. It was brutal. It's regional. Now in the NBA, I can watch any broadcast I want. Uh, CKS says, because you put on good product and truth. No relentless commercials. Thanks, CKS. Uh, Mrs. Sh- Mrs. Shill. Eric and Raleigh oh, says. Fuck are you? Yeah, Brit's a shill because she's like, subscribe and like. <laughs> Watch us now. By the way, this show is brought to you by Debbie Davis at Academy Mortgage. Uh, 801-543-9666. Uh, Top Junkie says, granted, but WFAM would increase your exposure and your YouTube subscriptions would increase. Oh, no, you would. Yeah, no doubt. Um, he says, either way, you guys have something special I with the show. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that, man. I, I, yeah, I, I have always been fascinated by the, the comparison of radio to a product like this. And I think one thing no one talks about is that, like that commenter, Hey, there's not some huge block of commercials. That's the difference. You're yeah. not getting, you're not getting like here locally, all jokes aside, you're not getting ED commercials on our no, show, but dude. you do get sex bots. Yeah. So you I mean, get there's, there's a balance and well, and what, what's our, what's our next tipper saying here? Uh, let's see. Let's go, go find Big my... dog O-Town. Yeah, what's he got to say? What's up, my man? $20 tip. Thank you for oh, that. I appreciate that, dude. He says, uh, Danby should offer, Danny should offer Bogey, Butler, Beasley, Ford M picks to get Katie up here <laughs> to your max to keep him interested. Him in Mitchell beast mode. I would Shout do that. Shout to I'd absolutely do that. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. What's up, Dead Collector? He says, don't listen to radio anymore in Utah. Legacy duo is old. Yeah. Listen, I think the thing, you know, when we sell our own show, we, we like we work for ourselves. We don't have like some big broadcast company. The thing that is is very clear when we're out in the market selling this show is that people don't buy radio. And the number one thing we hear is, yeah, radio doesn't work. Nobody listens to the radio anymore. We hear that on a daily basis. Yeah. And so the thing that you can do on YouTube that you can't do on the radio is you, I can tell people, hey, it... 8.06 in the morning, this many people were listening. Here's where they were. Here's how old they are. And here's how long they listened for. Like, I, I I can drill it down to the minute. Right now, here today. Because YouTube is a Google product. And the radio can't. It's not. The, the problem with the radio is, like in Utah, specifically, WFAN is a beast. Like, it's got, I listen to WFAN. Yeah. Right? But if you look at local, who our competitors are locally, there's not a station in the state of Utah, including KSL News Radio, that has a hundred thousand listeners on a regular basis. Unique. That's a hundred thousand different people that listen to this show. Nobody else has that. Yeah. Nobody has four hundred thousand listeners a month. Nobody has that. Like no nobody. That's the beauty. And the other thing is. Thanks. Our content is listened to 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it lives forever. Like uh, overnight last night when I woke up this morning, we had 171 listens in the last 60 minutes in the 4 a.m. mountain time hour. <laughs> Where else are you getting that? You're, you're not. That The game has changed. The game has changed. Yeah. Uh, Top Junkie says, Parrish, the Knicks were playing well until Randall started dribbling directly into triple teams. Let's all give him the finger. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, know, you the bird that like thumb in the butt finger. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> the problem is that Julius Randle is one of the most polarizing figures in Nick country. He truly is. He truly is. Uh, Connor Tulin says, dude, I weigh 140 pounds and my cholesterol is worse than yours. Only 24 years old. Well, what are you doing about that though? There's a, but there's a lot in play. Genetics are a big thing. Yes. Your body. Like I was talking to my doctor yesterday. He, he quite literally said, I have a patient who is small, 
female in shape and her cholesterol is through the roof. Yeah. And then there's somebody like me who's 6'3", I'm overweight, but I, I don't eat a whole, a whole bunch of meat. My wife, who hates that I'm healthy, my wife says to me, well, you know why your cholesterol is good? Because you, you've stopped eating meat and you work out. Yeah. That's it. You want your cholesterol to go down? Well, where does cholesterol come from? Nobody, I feel like this doesn't get talked about. The only place you can get cholesterol is from, from animal products. Yeah. Because products of the earth do not have cholesterol. No, no, so no. If you're, and the, you know the thing I never eat? Ever. I never eat dairy. The yeah. only dairy I ingest on a regular basis is Oiko triple zero yogurt. That's the only dairy. I may occasionally, last night I made a taco salad. I had a little bit of Parmesan cheese on it. Other than that, I don't eat dairy. I drink almond milk, right? So No milk, no eggs, and no meat. By the way, I had my physical yesterday. A lot of people have been asking me about what I said to start the show. My total cholesterol is down 23 points year over year. It was 127 or 177 a year ago. It's 154 today. Mm -hmm. My bad cholesterol was 129 a year ago or 112 a year ago. It's 95 today. Get your lazy ass in the gym. It's because of things like, and this is why Max Muscle does not advertise on the show, by the way. I want everybody to be clear. They give us zero money. You should give us money. Anyway, the point <laughs> is they give us zero money. But I use Emerge yeah. because Emerge is is a mental focus product that burns fat. I use Promax protein powder, Max Pro protein powder, because it burns fat and helps me build muscle. Yeah. I take I take a product called uh liquid carn, L-carnitine, because it burns fat. I take CoQ10. I take a plant sterile supplement, something called Cholestoff. You can get it at Costco. I take CoQ10, Cholestoff, magnesium, vitamin D, and, and, uh, and B vitamin every single day. I never miss it. It's in my routine. That's how you lower your cholesterol. That's how you're in good health. Get your ass off the couch. Go for a walk every night. Join our group on Instagram. Yeah, seriously. Casuals getting cut. Costs you nothing. It's free, and we give you all kinds of advice. Go to Max Muscle in South Jordan. Use the promo code MONTY15. We're doing everything we can do to work with our listeners to make every, make sure everybody lives a long, healthy life. But what about the ayahuasca connection? Exactly right, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Cabe Chrislieb says, I'm shocked that more radio shows aren't simulcasting on YouTube. Look at Sports 365 that covers Baylor. They got a huge views because of YouTube last summer with Big 12 expansion. Sports yep. 365 does a great job. Yep. And they're a hundo P on, on YouTube and the local radio, and they're known nationally because of their YouTube channel. Yeah. They do a great job. I'm telling you guys, YouTube is a, is a huge thing. Um, Top Junkie says you guys have something special on the show. By the way, a lot of people don't know this. Jake's my son. So as father and son, we have chemistry you're never going to get near. That's every day. We just we just have built-in advantages. Uh, all right, a couple more on this. Then we got to get rolling because uh, I do want to get to this Brett Favre story. Uh, JC destroys ankle says, doesn't, uh, every, doesn't everyone just connect their phones to the audio in their cars now? You would think so. But the next time you see somebody holding their phone to talk on it when they're driving will Man, not be the first time. that pisses me off. Boyd Lake says, podcasting and live streaming is where it's at. Hey, by the way, a lot of people have been asking us about the podcast, the audio podcast. No, it is not going away. I'm glad you brought this up, Boyd. You can find the Monty Show podcast. Spotify and Apple is where I would ask you to go download it. Listen to it on, on Spotify. Listen to it on Apple. It really helps us. 
Um, please rate our show on, on podcast. Uh, it's not going away. We are going to continue to post it. We do a ton of listen. We had a couple of technical difficulties last week. You know, but, and stuff. And yeah, then one day, um, the reason I'm talking about this is one of our regular Spotify listeners, JR, um, who is a great, great Ute fan. See, we do have Ute fans that listen to the show. Oh, there's no show. doubt we have Ute fans. Yeah, yeah. JR, who's a great Ute fan, um, said, hey, your Spotify podcast didn't upload today. Are you going to quit doing the audio version because your YouTube channel is so big? <laughs> And he is, by the way, I'm glad we brought this up now. JR is a UPS driver uh -huh. and he listens to our podcast on Spotify while he's delivering packages. Please respect your UPS drivers. It is a hard job. There are stories all over the country and especially with the heat that we've suffered this summer, coast to coast, there are stories all across the country of UPS drivers fainting in on doorbell cameras final there's like five or ten of those stories where like there was one guy delivers a package tried to sit down on a bench on somebody's porch and collapsed yeah the ups driver called 911 and then called their local ups number and the hub manager actually went out and found that guy and he was fine but if that person hadn't seen him on that doorbell camera that guy probably would have died of exposure yeah so please be nice to your FedEx and UPS drivers. Our, our, JR, I appreciate you immensely. JR was asking me actually if he delivers in our area because he delivers in South Jordan. You do not. I actually met my UPS driver a couple of weeks ago. The FedEx guy is who pisses me off. Yeah. Because he throws packages in my alley that I run over with my car. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different story. Uh, Bot says, I have arrived. Please don't block me. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing. That you can do on YouTube that you can't do on the radio. Karen Montemayor, the bots, Minnesota in the East, like all these people funny create names, accounts dude. to name themselves. Yeah, uh, radio is sold by hypothetical reach. YouTube is sold by specific metrics, second to second. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, let's see uh, who else. Uh, Ohio Hurricane says, hey, guys, I'm a Knicks fan from Ohio. I stumbled on your show here on YouTube. You guys rock. Keep up the good work. Thanks, hey Hurricane. Hey, guys. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Ryan Kent says, yo, late to the party this morning, but I wanted to make sure I heard your thoughts on Brunson and other Knicks getting beat by players in some <laughs> nightly. <laughs> My man, deliver on that brand. Jalen Brunson, Dude. if you're just tuning into the show, Jalen Brunson, <laughs> who just signed like a massive, what is it, 20-plus million dollar a year deal with yes, the Knicks. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Jalen Brunson gets on the phone and calls Julius Randle. He's like, hey, bro. Hey, there's a pro-am. Let's go fuck some dudes up. <laughs> <laughs> so Jalen Brunson gets Obi Toppin and Julius Randle. Right. They go play in this pro-am, and they lost by 13 points. Um, not, not like, oh, buzzer beater from Calvin. The um, uh, the IT tech help desk guy uh, threw up a Adobe. prayer. Yeah, right? Like, no. No, no. They lost by 13 at a pro-am. You know. They got beat by a bunch of guys like us. Um, I don't I don't know what you do. Trade Julius Randle. It's, it's clearly his fault. Good luck. Right? My God. Uh, David Fulmer says, if KD is worried about his legacy, why is he acting like this? The ultimatum request definitely ruins his legacy and how fans yeah. view him. Yeah, there's no yeah, doubt about that. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Caleb says, shout out to the UPS guy finding the right address on country roads without the numbers on the mailbox. 
Yeah. See what I'm saying? Uh, Kanai Johnson, what's up, KJ? The Monty Show is one of the best shows for local sports here in Utah. The combo of father or son is what is best. Thank you. I'm for real. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. JC destroys ankles. Ha <laughs> ha. Destroy the bots, John Connor from Terminator style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, Cody Strickland says, got to ask Jake, did your girl pay you back for the Hawaii tickets or did you just let that go? Nope. Nope, I paid for it. Yeah, no, here's the thing. And I didn't ask for it back. Here's the thing. How do I say this kindly? Here we go. She's not going to pay back in cash. Y'all feel me? It's all about that twerk. Anyway, let's move on. Cal says, uh, <laughs> look, man, as dudes, you just understand when you're dating, even when you're married, you pay for sex daily, bro, like you do. <laughs> oh, you want me to take out the garbage? Okay, go take a shower, sweetie. Right, like, no, I'm kidding. But you, you, as guys, we pay I for sex daily. I didn't pay for the Hawaii trip for better sex. I want to be clear on that. Didn't hurt though. I want to be clear on that. I didn't pay for the Hawaii trip to get a churro while I'm there. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but she worked a little harder that night. You told her you did pay for, it, didn't um, she, man? Hell yeah. Um. Uh huh. <laughs> you got to turn. You gotta... Oh, Mrs. Monty, I'm sorry. What is wrong with your father? You know, you know. Am I am I wrong? But no, in all seriousness. I take out the trash. What you doing for me? What have you done for me lately? That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, like that kind of is the point. Okay. Hey, if you want to pay me for sex, that's fine. But I'm just saying, on on the regular guys, like the vagina is something that is is weaponized by women. Listen, if you're a dude. And you're not willing to pay for things, you got a problem. It just is what it is. It's, what it's, I'm, saying. It's, I'm not saying that women should not pay for things. I'm not saying that. But things like why, when when you're a top performer at Yelp and you're making over the top money and you can do something for somebody, there's no reason not to do it, man. Like, there's Co- not. Cody Strickland says, Hey, last I heard you paid and she was going to pay you back with cash. Nope, not anymore. All about that ass. <laughs> Bro. Y'all, y'all are cold, man. Y'all are cold, bro. <laughs> Cody's my guy. Steve Peterson says, awkward when your dad is ripping on your sex life. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Wrong Cincinnati. Uh, Eric C. has a very poignant question. Yeah. Hey, Jake, when's the wedding? Um, Don't know. Yo, talking with Raphael Podcast. <laughs> Yo, are we going to have Jake's girlfriend on the show? Uh, I would be lying if I hadn't thought about that for Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. What? Yeah. Yeah, she paid for your Hawaii trip. You know. First okay. class, that's right. That is. I bought you first class, baby. Hell yeah. Let's go. <coughs> Let's go. <coughs> okay. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, but but I, I like I know I know this is funny like it, it is but no I shot. want I I just want people to know I paid for it because I wanted to take her through first class I did it I had the money I didn't think twice about it Mile High Club yo Bro, the portion I was pissed about is I waited a week too long so instead of sixty five hundred dollars it was eight G's what do you want from me it's like, only that's money that's you know just is what it is man like, it's only money yeah like you know it's fine <laughs> like you know. Uh, I, Steve know, Peterson says Steve Peterson says Jake is so red. Yeah, like I what am I supposed to say to dude over here talking about, you know, 
Kay Nuren says, my brother took Marie Osmond to Hawaii on their dates. Wait, your brother dated Marie Osmond? <laughs> Wait, what? What? So what? Oh, do tell. Do tell. Uh, Fat Jesus. Oh, God. Fat Jesus said, I could have lived my whole life without seeing Monty waving his arms up in the air yelling. <laughs> oh, <God." laughs> hey, man, you know. You wow. got you to get your freak on. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lisa Wilson's amazing. Okay, okay. I want a, a, a couple more things. My God, welcome to. If you're just, I told you. Did I not in, tell you last night I'd get that drop into the show today? You did. This is Lisa Wilson growling. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Wilson's mom, Lisa, growling and really making a reference to sex. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, Brett Favre. I want to play this Brett Favre video because it's terrifying. Is sports worth it? Is playing in the NFL for millions of dollars in the Hall of Fame worth it? Here's Brett Favre. If you if you'd asked me this ten years ago, how many concussions I've had, I'd have said three. Where and I, the reason I would have said three, I thought concussions were when you get knocked out, where you black out uh, for a period of time, you don't know where you are, memory loss. Um, dizzy, you know, a boxer gets knocked out. He tries to get up. His legs rubber. That's a concussion, right? What we now know is concussions happen all the time. So, like you, you get tackled, and your head hits the turf, and you, you, you see the, you know, flashes of light or ringing in your ears, but or you're you, able to play, or you get that stinger, that's, that little stinger for five or six that, seconds. That's a concussion. So, based on that. Thousands had to be because every time I hit hit the turf, there was ringing or stars going, flash bulbs. But I was still able to play, and uh, that's what's kind of frightening about the concussion thing. Wow, Brad Favre on Bubba Bubba the Love Sponges show. Dude's almost crying um, right there. Like we get that right. Like getting emotional. So. I can tell you as a parent, speaking of Jake being my son, right? I never let. Bro, <laughs> wow. what was that? <laughs> what is wrong with Bro? you? I drank a lot of water. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I, dude, I, it's been how long? Is, it's been a couple of weeks since you had one of those on the show. The water baby farted. What do wow, you dude. Wow. Anyways, anyway, as so as a parent, I never let Jake play football. Uh huh. Um, Mainly because I was worried about concussions. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious. You listen to Brett Favre say he's had thousands of concussions. Yeah. I mean, do you, is this worth it? And, and I, I know we're all football fans. And I know that we're all passionate football fans. But is this worth it? No, I mean, I, I think the punishment... Well, so first thing would be back in that day when he played, the playing conditions were very different than they are today. So back then, no, probably not worth it. I think now you're definitely still going to get concussions being a football player, but I don't know that we can say every quarterback gets thousands of concussions, you know? So I think it's, I think it's oh. tough. Like, I think it also depends on where you grow up. If you grow up in, in Nebraska, football's life, dude. If you grow up in the South, football's life, man. Like that's what it is. That's the culture. But I, I mean, I was, I was going to high school in California and yes, football is big in California, obviously. Huge. But I just never, I don't know, man. I just never was like, yeah, I really want to play football. So for me, it wasn't that difficult. But, you know, if your whole family played football and you're growing up in that lineage, you're probably playing football and not considering your mental health. 
I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Like I, I look at this story. Like I watched hard knocks last night. Mrs. Monty and I were sitting there watching hard knocks. And one of the storylines on the, the show last night was this, these padded helmet covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the players hate them. The players don't like them, but they all wear them and they, they almost happily wear them. Mm-hmm. And Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit lions was essentially saying, this is what we got to do to protect ourselves. Yeah. And I, I think it makes perfect sense. I, I, I don't think it's worth it. That's just, that's just my opinion. It's really tough. I grew up loving, loving football. I, I had family members who worked for the 49ers, and I absolutely loved football. And, and as I got older and started seeing what was happening to our favorite players, um, players who were, one, committing suicide because of mental health, pe- players who were dying from encephalitis because of all of the concussions and the hits, it made it almost difficult to watch for a little while. Like it's difficult. I I can't enjoy boxing anymore because I know what it does to you. Yeah. So I was thrilled to see on hard knocks last night that they were wearing these. Uh, It's a change. I get it. It's weird. Uh, It's a little bit heavier. One of the players was saying, but I'm so thankful that there is something that we're doing when we can do it because you only get one brain. That's yeah, really and it. All these guys, like I look at the, I look at the situation with Frank Gore. Mm. I don't know how many people heard about this. Frank Gore, the Hall of Fame running back. I mean, one of the great running backs of his generation, arrested and charged with a heinous domestic violence situation with a girl. And I look at the violence and the junior sales of the world. I look at the Ryan Leafs of the world. I look at Dave Dewerson, Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy, Kareem Hunt, Ray Rice, Walter Payton, the price that these guys pay to play in the NFL. And I look at Steve Mongo McMichael. I look at these guys that are dealing with Parkinson's that are dealing with, you know, all these brain injuries and conditions that leave them vegetables that that leave them violent and unable to control themselves mm-hmm. and then i hear brett Favre talking about how he's hit over a thousand concussions and i say to myself why would we let our kids get into this sport like why yeah and i like, think that's what's tough we've learned so much about concussions now it used to be and this is what brett was saying is obviously you guys just saw like it used to be concussions were just the ones that like took you out of the game where you that's were out we cold a concussion was but now it's like, hey, anytime you get popped hard enough for your brain to hit the side of your skull, that's a concussion. And I think we've all been there. I mean, I certainly yeah. have. Yeah. We, I have certainly been there as a baseball player. I can tell you I have a vivid memory of playing uh, semi-pro baseball like back in the 90s. I had a collision. I was a first baseman. I had a collision at first base where I, I was seeing stars for like a day. Like I had a head injury. And I can tell you, we used to do a lot of stupid things like jump our bikes over, you know, those huge construction dirt hills. I, I, I cannot, I probably did that five times and hit my head. We used to do, how many times you fall off a skateboard or a scooter, like a snowboarding, a snow. Oh my God. I've, I've probably had two or three concussions snowboarding. Yeah. But I look at Gabe Ledley and I, I, Gabe is a, uh, is a friend of mine. Um, and so I, we, we follow each other on social media. I see his kid. He gives us a $2 tip. Thanks, Gabe. Uh, and he says flag football with a soft helmet only for little lope, like his son. 
Hmm. Plays flag football. And he does. He wears a little padded helmet. And I don't know why, like a, a guy like Gabe, like nine out of 10 of our kids are never going to get a paycheck to play sports. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. But they're going to pay that price. But they've got to go to college and they've got to go to school. And these kids have to live a life beyond playing football and all this stuff. So I just don't know how as parents we justify allowing our kids to play football yeah. and bang their faces into each other when they can play baseball at a, a far lesser risk, like female soccer. Young women that play soccer in this country are far, far more susceptible to concussions because of genetics. And it just terrifies me. Yeah. And so I listen to Brett Favre, and I feel bad. My favorite quarterback of all time is a guy you may have heard of, Jim McMahon, yeah. who is a shell of himself. And it has been um, it has been widely publicized that Jim McMahon deals with CTE and brain damage. It's brutal. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. And then, I don't think so. One of the tough things about it: one, the sport is fun, right? It's fun to watch. It's fun to think about the strategy. It's it, the strength, uh, the display of strength and skill is fun. But for a lot of people, that's their way to generational wealth. I may not be able to become a real estate mogul on my own, but I can use my body to pull my family out of mm-hmm. poverty. And and that's what's rough is that we keep offering, you know, we offer this money that is life-changing, I, generational life-changing, but we're going to take your brain and yeah. beat it. Well, and I think a lot it's of guys rough. talk about that. It's rough. Yeah. A lot of guys talk about that. Like, hey, man, like I know what it's doing to me and I'm not okay with it, but like this is the price that I'm going to pay so that my kids can be in a better spot. And I and and that just yeah. is like that's like that 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 greater good type conversation that I respect. I respect it. Like I you know, it, it it's it's a heavy price to pay though. Yep. Morning casuals, Riley O'Brien says Riley, What's how up, are bud? you? You're a casual. Um Kenai Johnson. My wife won't let our son play football, and I don't disagree just because of the injuries. So he's in baseball and basketball. Totally agree. Yeah. I'd much rather have, like, I don't have an ACL in my left knee. Um, I'd much rather have no ACL than no brain. You can live a normal life with no ACL in your left knee. Just played basketball yesterday. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says, every hit in a football game is like a car crash at 35 miles an hour. Every hit there, there are some people who believe that every hit in a football game causes a concussion. And I, I hope that's wrong. Well, I think that's what Brett Favre was saying, is that every time you get a hit where you either see little stars or you have that, any... It's that like, noise in yeah, your ears. Ringing in your Man, ears, like, anything like that. That is actually a, a brain injury. You have now, you know... Yeah, boy, look at... Yeah, Steve Young. Kay Nuren says Steve Young had bad ones. Troy Aikman. Yeah. 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 Think about all these quarterbacks, man. It's it's terrifying. Growing up in Houston, TJ McVeigh says in the late eighties, early nineties, uh, and being six four, two sixty, uh, there was no question I was playing football. No one cared about the stingers and the blackouts. I I am glad times have changed. Yeah, TJ, do you know how and many that's people what I mean. do you know how many people wanted me to play football when I was younger? It's just like assumed mm. if you're a bigger dude, it's just assumed that you're gonna play football. Like there's not yeah. even a conversation. Jake got almost got suspended from school because he wouldn't play football. We would not allow him to try out for the football team. It's crazy. Connor uh, Tulin says I'm taking red yeast and rice, uh, fish oil. So far, I don't eat meat at all other than fish. He's talking about health again. Yeah, um, which is true. 
Um, he also says, I eat a lot of yogurt. That might be killing me. No, if you eat the right yogurt. I talked to my doctor about this exact thing yesterday. He said, what are you doing? Because I, I, he said to, he actually, my doctor, I had my physical yesterday for those of you who aren't up on this conversation. I had my physical yesterday. It went swimmingly. Um, but he said to me, why I don't want to draw your blood again. There's no reason to. He said, what is it that you're doing or feeling that makes you want to know? And I said, I just want to know. Year over year, I've lost 40 pounds this year. I just want to understand where I'm at. And so we talked about, he said, do you eat a lot of meat and specifically red meat and dairy? And I said, no, I get no, almost, I may have a, I may have two or three steaks a year. Mm -hmm. And I probably have half a dozen burgers, right? And he was like, okay, so what about dairy? And I was telling him, the only dairy I consistently eat is Oikos triple zero. And he said, well, with, with those yogurt products, the probiotic and the protein for somebody like you, the benefit far outweighs any drag that you would have from the dairy. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him how I eat it. I was showing him my food diary. And um, the one thing he said is the gap, I, I like to not eat from three to like 7.30 or eight. And then I'll have my yogurt. M Mrs. Monty will make me yogurt with like fruit in it. She knows how much I love cherries. So she'll pit like a bunch of cherries, put them in a bowl, pour some yogurt on top of it. And he said, I, the only thing that I would change is as soon as you're done with work, because I was telling him we work until like six o'clock. It's like, as soon as you're done with your work, have that yogurt. And that's going to give you a 15 hour fast. He's a big believer that minimum 12 hours uh, of fasting. My, this nutrition guy was talking to my doctor was telling me, Hey, you know, I wouldn't do a thing. Don't change a thing. Um, but this nutrition guy was talking to on Instagram about my food diary was telling me, hey, I would not eat past like 6, 6.30 because then you're going to get 12 to 15 hours. So I was telling him the only thing I eat in the morning is Rockstar Recovery. I drink a can of Rockstar usually. And he was saying, yeah, that's not really going to impact. That's not going to break a fast because it doesn't really have a lot of calories or sugar in it. So it, it's this interesting thing that I would go get a physical. If your cholesterol is high, talk to your doctor, get a referral, or find somebody in nutrition on TikTok or Instagram you trust. That's, that's to me, that's the biggest thing. I can't remember his name. He's a doctor in Chicago, this guy that I talk to all the time. And so he's in medical school, and he's a, a fitness guy, a personal trainer. And you know who else I was talking to about this? Caitlin, at, um, Caitlin and, and um, Taylor at Max Muscle I was talking to about this. Like... The, the whole thing around what you eat is so uniquely different to your to you as a person. Some people can eat red meat and smoke and never get cancer. And other people look at a pack of cigarettes and they get lung cancer. Like mm -hmm. you, there's, no, there's no explanation for it. Yeah. And so anyway, my point in all of this is, Connor, get close with your doctor. So many of us men won't go and see a doctor. Those days are over for me now. Like I am not avoiding the doctor anymore. I, I I probably should go more than once a year. You know, frankly, I have a really good doctor too. The guy that I go and see at the U is really brutally honest with me. It's like, you need to lose weight, but I wouldn't change much of what you're doing because it's working for you. Lose weight. And I was talking to him about COVID and playing basketball yesterday. And he said, why aren't you playing basketball? I said, because I worry about COVID. And he's like, you've had a full vaccine and two boosters. Go play basketball. There's treatments for the Omicron variant. Like, he's like, you're probably never even going to notice it if you get it. He's like, you're healthy. You you go play basketball. Yeah, man. Like, 
So I, I don't know, man. Like, I really like my doctor. He's a nice guy. He's an average guy. By the way, he listens to the show too, by the way, he says. Yeah. He probably doesn't. But my point is. Yeah. I just think that you should go. Like, go go talk to your doctor. Be honest with him. One of the things, you know, like he used to tell me that, you know, he, he used to tell me, you got to lose weight. Got to lose weight. Got to lose weight. This is one of the first times that I've seen him where, like, he hasn't said, you know, you're fat. You need to lose weight. Like, he didn't harp on me about losing weight. And I, I just have had a remarkable year. Like Mrs. Monty has forced me not to eat meat. Like she makes, we food prep. So she forces me not to eat meat. Mm -hmm. And if you're just I, tuning in, by the way, my physical went really well. My cholesterol, my total cholesterol is 154. It's down 23 points. Um, my bad cholesterol went from 112 last year to 95 this year. You know. And Mrs. Monty's pissed. I'm not pissed. I How, told you I was so happy. I'll drop that money. I'm happy for you. It, I, it, I are you frustrated? Am I? Um, Don't lie to me. <laughs> I'm not frustrated with you. Like it's my physical makeup is frustrating. I my body naturally creates a lot of cholesterol. So if I eat cholesterol on top of that and don't work out all the time. I have high cholesterol. But so. you work out like a flipping mad woman. Like we have in, in our stu in our studio down here, we have a, a Peloton tread, a Peloton bike that I bought Mrs. Monty. I actually forced you to let me spend money in exchange for sex. So I bought you a... a I want it. You know. Uh, anyway, she wouldn't Lies. let me... She wouldn't let me buy a Peloton during the thing we can't talk about okay. on YouTube. No. But then... No. <laughs> We were, I don't lie to me. I'm telling people, this is the God's honest truth. No matter what that Jezebel over there says, this is the truth. We were actually at the outlet mall in Arizona. Uh, and I believe we were melting because it was like 158 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. Right. It was hot and it was at night and it was during the period we can't talk about by name on YouTube. Which you've already done like four times, you today, know, but it's fine. Um, and she, I was telling her, I'm going to, I'm, uh, we should get a Peloton. No, they're too expensive. So I did it anyways. And then I just showed her my phone. Real. And she appreciated that I did it. And it was great. Yeah. Is I, that I, not how it happened? <clears throat> I I remember it slightly different, but no, not very question. much different from that. Men's, men's memory is far better mm. than women's memory. Anyways. Well. Yeah. So but it, it's back to the health thing it, you have to find what works for you i will I'm say call though, probiotics are super important your gut, gut health is super important and stop drinking sweeteners as much as possible rid your life of aspartame oh drinking your calories is a it, terrible idea i know there's people who drink things like crystal light it is horrible for your gut it is horrible for your body they won't tell you that but I can, if you look it up and research it, aspartame especially is not good. It destroys the some of your gut biome, and that then causes bloating. Can cause, you know, in extreme cases, uh, colitis. Like, get rid of that stuff. I'm get, telling get you now, chemicals out of your life I as am, much as you can. I am telling you now, Crystal Light is not good for you, and it's why, frankly. I drink this, and it's in the links below. You can get this this single energy up, single drink. Single up, single up, single up. Yeah, it's I can't single up. Here, oh, because it's on, yeah, it's on here, Mrs. Monty. Yeah, sorry, you I single forgot, up. Forgot. Yeah, here you go. Here, um, it's Rockstar yeah. Recovery, uh, yeah, and it is lemonade, and it is carbon. It's got no carbonation in it. Um, I think it's got what's that label say, Jake? Like 
six, three grams of sugar. Two it's grams got, of sugar, three grams of carbs, uh, 25 calories. No, I'm also not telling you it's the perfect drink because it's not. Yeah. But please don't drink calories. Please don't drink soda. The one thing that's been a real win for me, I haven't had a soda since since the the summer of 2013. I have not had a sip of soda for over almost 10 years. Yeah. Since we were at McCovey's in Walnut Creek. I have not had a soda since that day. And I don't drink sugar. I don't eat much candy. I really don't. And... My doctor, you know, the funny thing is we talked about the vitamins I take. My doctor's like, eh, I'd need you to stop taking those vitamins for a while to know if they work. Eh, if it's working for you, keep doing it. But he's like, eh. Yeah. So Most I'm, doctors will tell you they think that, that most supplements are trash. I'm a big believer in vitamins. I think you have to help yourself. CoQ10 and cholesterol at a very minimum. If you're not taking CoQ10, I'm telling you it's a mistake. It's a mistake. Excellent. All right. Before we get out of here. Yes. Because Mrs. Monty Let's has a big burn work call. it down in the comments. I need to know Android or Apple. Android or Apple. iPhone 14 comes out in a couple weeks. iPhone or Apple. Or uh, Android or Apple. Android is pissed that Apple will not stop using iMessage and MMS. SMS? SMS. SSO? BDSM? Anyway, the point okay, is... Okay. Um, Android is pissed because now what's happening is, is in the text messaging game, you, when you have an iPhone, if you text message somebody on an Android, it's a green bubble. If you text somebody from an iPhone that has an iPhone, it's a blue bubble and Android hates the green bubble. And so they want you to use this RCS. They want Apple to go to this RCS texting system. But what would happen? That would essentially knock out iMessage. And you would no longer be able to iMessage like that. Uh, I'm sorry, are we keeping you yeah, up here? Hey, man, it's Thursday. Um, it's life. I am a huge Apple guy. As you yes. can tell, Apple Apple over here. Yeah, Apple MacBook's over there. falling off trees. Huge cock, huge cock yeah, iPhone. Yeah. Like, I'm an Apple guy. You're welcome. Mrs. Monty is an Android freak. I I really enjoyed the products that I've had. And I only switched to an iPhone because I was pressured by my family to Whatever. switch to an iPhone. That's absolutely true, by the way. What are you, Musk? Yeah. I would not let her get another note. Well, note 1026. 37 inches long, just like my ding-a-ling. Like, those things are huge, right? Wait, let me put the camera back on her. Those things are huge. My point is... I'm an Apple guy, and I wanted my wife to be an Apple woman because then we could FaceTime, then we could iMessage. Find my friends. Find my friends. You know, they, it makes it easier to, like, you know, be a millennial and send nudes. Like, right. You know, did you? Another study came out that millennials are sending nudes at like a record breaking pace. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you? I don't understand why you guys do that. Anyway, Mrs. Monty, Apple or Android? Uh, they're both good products. Okay. Jeez! Come on. Lay it out. I really enjoyed my Android products. And and here's the thing is that I don't like that Apple's product forces you to use their all of their um, machines. So when you have an Android, I can use Google and I can 
message on my computer, just like I would be able to do if I was on Apple. But I can't have a, a Windows machine and use iMessage. I can do like, so it just messes it up where you're forced to line up with their product. You're forced to use their charger that they give you that's like two feet can, long. It, that's a microphone that we need to hear you talk. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> they force you to, to use things that, you know, it, it's not ideal. You're just, you're locked into their thing only and that's you're it. Welcome. Where on an Android platform, you can find a phone that you like. You can find a computer that you like. Oh, you can wow. find all kinds of devices, lots of different watches, lots of di different options. Here we go. And you're not forced to use only one. But would you agree that you had battery issues with your Android products? Yes. Every, and you haven't had battery issues no, with your iPhone? No. no, I'm being serious. Whoa, what? No, actually, no, I have had no, no issues being, with my I'm phone. Being genuine. In the recent phone, you haven't, but you have in the past. And I didn't always have battery problems. Every once in a while, you would. And then. Just when I was asking you to buy an iPhone, you had a battery problem. <laughs> You, but the what's the other thing you used to do? And I should not say this out loud. You used to drop your Android all the time. Huh? You had like multiple bro broken screens on it. Like the iPhone, you don't drop it, man. You know. I mean, the way you do. I drop mine all the time. Right. But how many broken screens have you had? It, I have a, hey, a different case on it. And when I had a better case on the Android, I didn't have that problem either. Mm. So... Anyways, you're like you're just you're you're grabbing for straws, and I think if you love your Android, <laughs> love your Android. If you love your Apple, love your Apple. I don't like that uh. Apple forces, forces you to only use their product. That's like saying I'm going to get a Volkswagen, so now I have to have a Volkswagen tire and a Volkswagen seat, and yes, I have yes, to have yes. a Volkswagen this. Like Wait, I don't want to be problem? forced into. I would like having aftermarket flexibility. Yeah, I want that Pinto gas tank. Anyway, like you know, that's an old man reference. I, that you guys I want don't aftermarket flexibility. Uh, okay, Gabe Ledley says uh, thanks for the reminder to restock the Rockstar Monty. Let's go. You're hey, welcome. Affiliate links in the description. That's right. Let's go. All of our favorite products. By the way, I put it in the affiliate links, and people are like, "Is this a scam link to click on?" Here no. We go. Actually, you get free uh, Amazon Prime for 30 days. Yeah, it's in the link in the description below. It absolutely is worth it. All of our vitamins, all the cholesterol, all the CoQ10. The Rockstar, my favorite protein bars. It's all in the description. Luca's mom. Luca's mom. Uh, Ken Williams says water is the best thing to drink. Yes, it is. Yes, it Eric is. Eric and Raleigh says apple. Ken Williams, I have to block you because now you use Samsung. Cody I loved mine. Cody Strickland. Samsung. Talking with Raphael podcast on BYU Radio. Uh, is <laughs> It just no. flowed. No. Uh, he, Raphael's an apple guy. Ken Williams says apple sucks. Thank you. Um, Eric and Raleigh says, iPhone or Apple? LMAO slip much, Tim? No, man, because ain't no other thing but Apple and iPhone, man. Well said. You know. Uh, Scammer Trolling says, that's personal. Why would you ask me to reveal that? I know. I know. Cam Harrison, my man. My man. Apple. TJ McVeigh, let's go. Apple. <laughs> Utah Home Loans is an Android user. Hey, call Devery Davis. <laughs> 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 that's funny uh art gomez says android <laughs> art gomez says android but i use apple because i message and everyone i know has apple 
Get on board. See, and that's that's what I think is fascinating. So outside of the Android versus Apple conversation, the market share portion of it's really interesting. Yes, because obviously a ton of people use Apple. So if you're, it's interesting. Like in your circles, if you use Android, do does your circle use Android or Apple? I think that greatly, you know, defines your experience with Android. You know, if all your people use Apple, you're probably not going to enjoy Android as much. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kate Nuren says, sugar is killing us all. Dave Hume says, uh, Android for the win. No. <coughs> no, not. Gabe Levy says, Samsung gang rolling in deep in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clayton with an eight and an N. I still love that, Clayton. Says, Android is for people who enjoy options. Apple is for people who want someone else to make customization choices for them. I, I mean, 100% what? True this is a that. socialist society. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Ken Williams says, I can't stand Apple. There's so much more content on Samsung. That's not true. Don't say hurtful things. Uh, Android is the best choice. No, it's not. Uh, Cody Strickland says, Android, just as good as Apple, fraction of the cost. Didn't Android have some huge security leak too? They did. If I remember right. Apple don't have it. Why do I feel like that happened a couple weeks ago? Dead Collector, Android. Arlington Bears, Android. Yeah. Ken Williams, Android. I agree with Kay. Knicks will be 2026 champs, Android. Well, you're a Knicks fan. That's self-explanatory. Jordan Clarkson destroys ankle, says, guys, I love Note 20 Ultra. And I'm excited to upgrade so I can watch your show on a massive screen that then Z Folds, the Z Fold 4 has. Whatever. Just watch the show. You know what I'm saying? Just watch the show. Uh, Big Dog says, the droid. Fine. Uh, Boyd Lake says, I'm an SEO. Uh, Don't want Google in all my business. I'm an Apple guy for that reason alone. That's the other thing is, Google, the thing I don't, in all seriousness, the thing I don't like about the Google platform is it really does crawl up your buho. Like, you know, I mean, like they track you, they serve you ads on everything, like in all seriousness. In all seriousness. Um, They're already all up in your butthole. If you have a Gmail account, they already have all your... Like, I, I don't know. I'm not... Butthole. I just... <sighs> they yeah. already have it all. Ken Williams says it's called an otter box, Monty. True. Uh, JC Destroys Ankle says at least these new iPhones don't break as easy. True. Yeah, Bra- that definitely was a knock against iPhones. No yep. doubt. Brady Cook says Apple is way better. Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jason Dent says, I 100% agree with Mrs. Monty. Damn it. See, you guys are just, come on. Neville 93, my guy. Blackberry. Yes. Wow. Yes. Are they still in business? No. No, actually, Blackberry's out of business. They don't make phones anymore. All right. Show of hands. Anybody in the comments who had a trio? Oh, you remember the trio? Who made the trio? Uh, Hand, uh, hand, hand, uh, what was it? Handspring? Uh, something like Mindspring? Handspring? A trio. Come on, people. Yeah, with the remember like your Rolodex in your phone? Help me oh, out man. here. That's amazing. Uh, Jason Dent says distilled water is the best water. Anyone who starts saying it takes out the minerals doesn't understand water. Oh, do tell. Um, <laughs> Tom Basilla. Whoa. Hey, now. Tom Basilia says uh, Nokia 33. Tom Basilis. Basilius. Says Nokia thirty three ten or get the f out. Okay. Okay. Oh, you just said Nokia. N- Nokia. 
you know. They're big in Europe. Ken Williams says she's better looking. We agree with Mrs. Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Exactly right. All right, is that it? Is show over? Yeah, Show's I think so. Over. Show's over? Glad we actually got to do a show. Cox is lucky we didn't get to them today. It's Cox! You it's mean... CenturyLink. It's CenturyLink. CenturyLink, Cox, are all the CenturyLink same. CenturyLink are a bunch of Cox! Yeah. Yeah, You know. true. Hey, don't forget uh, that we are giving away a trip for two. Uh, to see BYU and Notre Dame in the Shamrock Series in Los, a- or Los Angeles. Hello. I got to stop smoking crack. Uh, BYU and Notre Dame playing in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. We're giving you two nights at the Palms Resort Casino. Two tickets to the game and a $250 gas card to get you there. It's all presented by our good friends at Barbecue Pit Stop. Join us at any Barbecue Pit Stop right now today. Go. Logan, Lehigh, Layton, Salt Lake City, and St. George. Fill out a slip, drop it in the box, you're entered to win. Then come hang out and watch the Oregon-BYU game September 17th. We're going to have wings, pizza at Barbecue Pit Stop in Lehigh, bbqpitstop.com. The BYU-Notre Dame driveway presented by Jeffrey Davis at Academy Mortgage. Make sure you check him out, 801-543-9666. Did you know that your refi rate can be as low as 4.23 right now? If you're struggling for money, if you're trying to buy a house, call Devery Davis today. By the way, just call him and say, hey, thanks for advertising on the Monty Show. We appreciate it. 801-543-9666, NMLS number 278545. Mrs. Monty, you go ahead and tell him. Apple products for life, baby. Do what you love.